93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, February 12th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia police are investigating after multiple body parts were discovered at two crime scenes on Thursday. Investigators say the, said the cases could be connected. Around 9 a.m. on the 1000 block of Sanibel Street in the city's Somerton section, officers found a dismembered body in a trash bag in the back of a U-Haul van during a traffic stop. Investigators said somebody called in a burglary in progress at the home and then reported seeing a U-Haul truck leave the scene. When police pulled the vehicle over, the driver and passenger inside did not try to run. Instead, the driver was candid with officers, according to a police spokesman. The vehicle pulled over. As soon as the officers got out of the car, the driver of the U-Haul just came right out of the door and said, I don't have anything to do with this, and there's a body in the back, said the spokesman. The truck driver and the passenger were taken into custody. A weapon was also found in the back of the truck. Investigators said on Thursday night, now officers found more body parts, specifically a leg and a hand in a dumpster behind a Wawa at Kelvin Street and Bustleton Avenue, less than a third of a mile away from the first crime scene. Police said the body parts could belong to the same victim. Police were called by a neighbor to the same home on Sanibel Street on Wednesday by an, uh, for a welfare check. Officers walked around the perimeter but saw nothing unusual. Neighbors identified the owner of the home as Peter Gerald, who operated a needing youth therapy and massage therapy practice out of his house. Neighbors said that they noticed that his car had been uh, missing earlier this week. Police have not said if the body found in the U-Haul was positively identified as Gerald. Sources, however, said investigators also found pieces of body parts in an un, uh, unattached garage behind the home, and it looks like someone tried to burn the body as well. This is unbelievable. Crazy, right? So neighbors said that uh, Gerald had several exotic pets like birds, fish, and turtles. He also grew honey and would deliver it to his neighbors. He was known to offer work uh, to people living in the neighborhood at their house, and they said that he may have been too trusting. Uh, The two men were taken into custody, but they have not been charged at this time. The COVID-19 pandemic has made tax filing a little tricky. The whole process is starting a bit earlier this year, and there are a few wrinkles to be aware of for those who received unemployment benefits, worked from home, took gig work, or a victim of fraud or faced other issues common to 2020. The IRS began accepting tax returns on February 12th. So here's what you can expect uh, when you're filing. Unemployment benefits are taxable income. Workers are not required to have federal taxes withheld from their benefit payments when you are given the option to with. Uh, You are given the option, but few opt uh, to do that. Additionally, unemployment benefits are always subject to federal taxes, but a handful of states do not tax it. The two rounds of economic impact payments sent to millions of Americans are not taxable income. Uh, But people who did get their payments or received, I'm sorry, for people who did not get their payments or received less than what they were due can get the proper amount by claiming the recovery rebate credit on their 2020 taxes. Working from home became the norm for uh, for many in 2020, but few will be able to claim their expenses for their new home office setup. That's because the home office deduction can only be taken by businesses or the self-employed. Employees can no longer claim any re- unreimbursed expenses following the last tax overhaul. <laughs> Isn't that okay. a bitch? Wait, wait a second. So all of 2020, if you were, I don't know, let's say you worked from home only. You did not work in the field at all. You can't claim. If it's not your business. If it's not your business. Or you're not self-employed. So That's- like the people here who worked from home, they they can't claim it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is this is interesting. I, I I told you guys that the guy that has done our taxes for the past decade plus, he just passed away from COVID. Right. Uh, like we, 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 I don't even know where to start. Like you know, this guy knows our life. Yeah. You know, he, you know, yep. and, um, 
Oh, man. I you know, said he had a partner that worked with him who was going to take over the accounts, right? No, it's, he didn't have a partner. It was his son oh. who has never done our, you know, uh, so he's just going to take he's over. He's a plumber. His, he's, no, he's uh, going to take over his accounts, but, you I'm know, I've never met his sons. It, yeah. I'm starting over in the process and, yeah. and uh, leaving one firm that I've been with for a long time and going to another one. And, yeah, you got to start fresh. And, and it's um, it's a challenge. So Congress put a temporary look-back provision in place for this tax season that could help many uh, low- and moderate-income taxpayers may face new challenges this year due to the unemployment fraud. Uh, So while while millions of people sought legitimate unemployment benefit claims during 2020, scammers seized on the opportunity to commit identity fraud and make fraud uh, fake unemployment claims. The IRS says taxpayers who received forms, uh, the 1099-G, for unemployment benefits they did not receive to contact their state for a corrected form shown that they did not receive these benefits. I was watching a uh, news piece uh, a couple days ago about the false unemployment claims in the state of California. It's it's like the The, highest. It's staggering. (laughs) And that means that money that's not going to legitimate people. I mean, they have gamed this system so effectively that everyone's head spinning. They don't know why. How did this happen? I mean, incredible sums you're looking at. If you jumped into gig work like many did, um, be ready at tax time. I was the victim of this. I, I did this years ago when I very first started working with you guys. Yeah. And I didn't know about the whole, you got to, you know, put away for your taxes. Yeah. And oh, I, got, yeah. I was like, what? I don't have this money. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> so a big shock may be facing the self-employment tax rate, uh, which for 2020 is 15.3% on the first $137,700 of net income to cover Social Security and Medicare tax tax. Uh, this is not the same as income tax. So you guys remember the story. We talked about this um, a while ago about the Bunchums, that toy that was getting <laughs> yes, stuck yeah, in kids' yeah, hair. Yeah. A Bucks County mother spent more than 20 hours freeing the Velcro-like toy from her seven-year-old daughter's hair. You've got to see the picture of this. I th- we had it in the bizarre file on the day that you were off. Oh, you did? Yeah, but go ahead. Okay, it's a great right, story. Right. Yeah. So uh, this woman, Lisa, and her kids, uh, Abigail and uh, twin brother Noah, were in the basement playing with these bunchums. Uh, Noah dumped the bunchums on Abigail's head, and dozen, there were dozens of them that were matted and tangled into poor Abigail's hair. Now, I didn't know it was a local story. That's the part. No, we didn't know that. Is it the same one? It sounds exactly the same. The little brother dumped the whole thing. There were 150 of them or something along those lines. It doesn't say how many. The the hours sound pretty much the same to this other story. I mean, mind you, people have worked for hours to extricate two or three of them from their hair. Uh This was a whole bucket of them in the kid's hair. A whole bucket of them, and he poured them on his sister's (laughs) head. Uh, So Lisa and her husband found many stories online of the same thing happening to them. They tried conditioner, vegetable oil to loosen the toys, Mm. but it took hours to remove, they said, just a few of them. The picture of the girl, it looks like she's like a member of the B-52s. It's hilarious. I mean, it sucks, but it made for a great picture. So the next day, they used mineral oil to loosen more of the Bunchums from Abigail's hair. In all, it took 22 hours to free all of the toys. So she went to bed with like the majority of the toys still stuck in Dude, her Dude, I think I'm the only one that can safely play with Bunchums. Yeah. And yes. listen, this yep. isn't like, mm-hmm. if this was a boy, so easy. Just go, you're going to bun his hair. But like a little girl, you can't do that. I, they should have used Gorilla Glue. That would have <laughs> been. <laughs> the manufacturer Spin Master tells ABC News the company is no longer producing the toy. However, <laughs> Bunchums are still available at many stores. I actually have a follow-up in the Bizarre File, the all Gorilla right. Glue story, and an addition Gorilla Glue story (laughs) that you guys are going to (laughs) love. All right, well, let's do sports first. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
The Sixers lost to the Trailblazers last night in Portland, 118 to 114. What the f- is this? Carmelo Anthony scored a season high 24 points off the bench, including 16 in the fourth quarter. Damian Lillard had 30 points in Portland's fourth win in five games. Joel Embiid led the Sixers with 35 points and nine rebounds, and Ben Simmons added 23 points and 11 rebounds. The road trip for the Sixers continues tomorrow afternoon with the game in Phoenix against the Sun, and tip-off will be at 3 o'clock. In other NBA news, the Toronto Raptors will continue to play home games in Tampa, Florida for the rest of the season, citing border restrictions and being mindful of public safety measures measures in Toronto as factors preventing them from returning home to play. The Raptors spent weeks working with the city of Toronto to try to find a way to play games at home only to eventually have to relocate to the United States. The team hoped they'd be able to get back to Toronto at some point and the decision to relocate to Tampa was only set for the first half of the season but it became official for the whole season yesterday. And the Flyers continue to be in COVID protocols and their game against the New York Rangers on Sunday is postponed with three Flyers players, Justin Braun, Travis Sanheim and Captain Claude Giroux on the NHL's COVID-19 protocol list. This is the second straight postponed game for the Flyers, though the league says the team will be able to reopen its practice facility on Monday. The Flyers' last game was on February 7th, and they are next scheduled to play at home on the 18th against the Rangers. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. We welcome you to the end of the week. It's a Friday morning. We're always excited about that. We give away our Word of the Week prize, $500 this week, which is awesome, and that's from Tubi. So listen up at the end of the show. We will give that away. And also... Love is in the air. It sure is. We just saw here in our studio the quarantine Cupid. He's about to head out onto the streets of the Delaware Valley and give away Steven Singer gold roses and diamond necklaces. He just oozes romance. Uh, and he has gorgeous hair. Gorgeous <laughs> hair. I just, and, and, and a lilting high-pitched voice. He does. So we will uh, we'll have him live on the air this morning, <laughs> complete in his hazmat suit. I don't know how we're going to hear him. We, we will have to adjust, I think, along the way. As with any of these things that we do, you can expect a complete disaster. Of course. Yeah, of course. But if it's a disaster couched in love. Yeah, it's exactly. Right? It, it, it's, it's perfectly, Steve. It's going to yeah. be worth it all the way around. So the Quarantine Cupid will be headed out today. We also have Taylor Momsen on the show. I'm very excited about this. I really am, too. Uh, Pretty Reckless's new album, Death by Rock and Roll, comes out today. And Taylor's going to be on around 9.30 this morning. And uh, she's great. She's been opening up a lot lately. She has gone through some really tough times, had two very significant deaths in her life. Uh, And she's young, you know. I mean, and it it affected her deeply. And and it's uh, reflected in this new record, so I'm excited to talk to her later on this morning. I didn't know this until last night, but um, uh, Matt Cameron of Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and Kim Thale are both on this record as well. Yeah, and, and, and Tom Morello. And Tom Morello, of yeah. course, yeah. So it's really, it's an, an awesome, like, uh, rock record, you know? Yeah, so uh, it's cool, man, and she, she's legit. I mean, and, and she she faced a lot of criticism at first because she was this actress from, you know, uh, the... Uh, 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 what was the show? The Hills? The Grinch. Uh, uh, oh, and also... Um, Not Gilmore Girls. Uh, Gossip Girl. Gossip Gossip Girl, that was it. So, uh, but she's, man, she's a real rock singer. She surely is, yeah. uh, We'll talk to her later on this morning. And I hope you like the music from Rush because today (laughs) is the 40th anniversary of the album Moving Pictures. And Bill Weston has given me the go ahead to play every single song in that album. Are we going to track it? Except for. Witch Hunt and the Camera Eye, which are like really long, <laughs> okay. super duper progressive songs and are a 
bit much for the radio audience, but... Hey, how cool of Bill to let that I happen. emailed him back, and yeah. I thanked him very much. I think that's what the email said. I mean, I've... I've <laughs> I said, please don't I've, do this. I've, I've started a migraine this morning, so oh, I, hopefully I saw correctly, but I'm going to double-check on that, but I think we're going to play a lot of Rush this morning. Preston, please don't play every track from that album. <laughs> Bill's into it. Bill's cool. I yeah. guess I didn't see the word don't. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless... And don't eat soup. Uh, I'm excited about that. And uh, we have some other things. I think we're going to play a contest this morning, too. So we have a bunch going on. We're going to take a break, come back in a second. We'll get into the entertainment report. There's a Delco story no. in the entertainment yes. report this morning. Yes. Well, I, I swear you oh. you sent it to me. <laughs> Sorry. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. <laughs> Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24 karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order now and receive free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so we're going to give away a code for a free rental of the new comedy Barb and Star. Go to Vista Del Mar. And the question that I have for you this morning, let's do a musical question. Uh, and it's a Black History Month, so we'll do this courtesy of our friend uh, Craig Lagans, who's mm-hmm. supplying me with these great questions. What was the name of the band? Now, I need the whole name of the band. That Marty McFly jammed with in the Enchantment <laughs> Under the Sea dance. All right, so there's a guy's name and then the band's name. So if you know, then you know. All right, so call 215-263-WMMR. You think Nick Murphy knows this? That's his I, favorite movie I of all time. Know he knows it. He knows everything about that movie. Yeah. He's, I can see his little pompadour from the, above his <laughs> uh, monitor through the glass bobbing up and down. Right, so, yes, he, indeed, he knows. Let's see if you know the answer. 215-263-WMMR. Friday, February 12th. Let's look at some birthdays while we're waiting for the answer. Steve, it's it's Octopussy's birthday today. Oh, wow. Maude Maude Adams. Maude Adams is uh, 76 years old. That is correct. Sweet. Eight vaginas on her. It was incredible. <laughs> right? Yeah, eight vaginas. Is, is that that was not, the character's thing. Is that not what we were led to believe? Uh, yeah. And uh, when she... Uh, she was a formidable uh, foe for Bond because when she queefed, she could take out a metal. Wow. Oh Jesus. Oh Door. Oh she could knock the door down. She absolutely could. Wow. Well, with eight of them firing off at the same time, it's a lot of power. It's a lot of, a lot of PSIs there. All right. Let's move on. Happy eight birthday. Vaginas. No, she uh, she's actually been in two separate Bond movies. So she played Octopussy. Okay. And then she played another Bond girl in The Man with the Golden Gun. Okay. Well, uh, I was looking at a, a picture of her. It looks like a fairly current picture, and she looks great. Happy she was, birthday. Yeah, long-time model. Uh, Josh Brolin, man. Oh, come on. I, I, you know, he is just, over the years, he's just done one great thing after another and just kind of like this under the radar. And all of a sudden, you're like, yeah, Josh there, Brolin's awesome. There was a time when I couldn't stand him. I, he was, he seemed like to be like a real, like, kind of uh, brutish, punkish, like, guy. And, and, and he got his act together. And I, I, you're right, Preston. I love the stuff he's in. Yeah. I love his choices. I mean, obviously, Thanos, you know, I mean, how can you not but love cable. that? But yeah, cable, I mean, uh, that that role had to be played just the right way. Yep, and he did. 
the exchanges with Deadpool are phenomenal. I agree. Uh, and in drama, American Gangster, he's incredible. In, uh, no Country for Old Men. And you go all the way back to the Goonies as well. What yeah. are you laughing about? Freaking Nick. Come on, man. What? He pulled up a, a GIF or a meme or a video of, uh, you can describe it, Press. I didn't mean uh, to It's see a that. woman doing the cinnamon challenge, and she's uh, coughing up. Uh, dust, a huge amount of dust. <laughs> Read what it says. Cinnamon. It. it says Thanos does the snap. People who were sucking D, <laughs> <laughs> and she's spitting out uh, dust. I retweeted so. this the other day. Okay. I've seen it fifty times, and I laugh every time. Okay. <laughs> so happy birthday, Josh! Bro- our tribute to Josh Brolin. Yeah. Yes. I mean, come on. We went from octopusy to SNG. Listen, we, were, we had really clinical information about the eight vagina yeah. woman. Yep. Uh, you know what? I'll, t- I'll tell you this too, Preston. Thanos was one of the most uh, accurately, or at least realistic, rendered oh my God. characters. Yeah. You find oh. it, you have to remind yourself that that you know that that's a complete construct. Yep. Uh, Josh Brolin, fifty-three today. It's Arsenio Hall's birthday hey. today. He's completely 65. CGI. Uh, he will be in the new Coming to America uh, he was, he sequel. Was, he was great in the first oh, one. He was excellent in it. <laughs> Semi. Uh, yeah. Which is character. The club scene where he dresses up like the woman and oh. like he's flirting with Eddie. And then and then the other Arsenio does the spit take. It's just, yeah. it's great comedy. I'm going to tear you apart. <laughs> and your friend. And your friend. Uh, he's 65 today. Uh, Joanna Kearns, you play Maggie Seaver on Growing Pains. You had a thing for her case, right? I still do. I yeah. think. One of, one of the milfiest sitcom moms of all time. I yeah. think I would like to rank my favorite, my top ten, and it would have to be half-hour sitcom moms okay. only, right? right. Like, it, it, you can't. You can't really muddy it with like our you know, um, dramas and stuff like that. It would have to be, you know, half. And she would be in there. She yeah, would definitely she's... be in there. Why do that today? Do that this weekend. All I'd right. be interested to see that list. She's sixty-eight today. Uh, Christina Ricci uh, is forty-one years old. She's going through some divorce thing now, right? Is yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. kind of drama in her life right now. Yeah, I did see that recently. Uh, China Phillips of Wilson Phillips is 53 years old. Uh, I love Wilson Phillips. I know. It's a guilty pleasure, yeah, man. I'm sorry. Someday somebody's going to make you want to turn around and say goodbye. Till then. Yep. Baby, are you going to let him hold you down and make you cry? Don't you know? Don't you know? We nailed it. Yeah, we did. What was she on recently? They they filmed this again, or what was it? Uh, Bridesmaids. Yeah. It was Bridesmaids. At the end of Bridesmaids. I, yep, I just saw it. It's 10 years old, and I just <laughs> yeah, saw it. Right. That's <laughs> that recent thing that she was in, so. Happy birthday, China Phillips. Uh, it's also Michael McDonald's oh, birthday today. Yeah. Happy birthday. It's my birthday. Mm-hmm. Doobie Brothers That's and right. Steely Dan. Yeah. And, uh, Sweet Solo and Sweet Freedom. From, you ever uh, see that Thanos queef? Cool running. <laughs> no, it was Octopussy. Oh. Um, uh, oh, that's a great song. Yeah, wait, um, Steely so Dan. Good. What Steely Dan songs would I know him from? Uh, in case none are coming to mind right now. Uh, he, he, did, he, he did the backup vocals yeah. on Peg. Uh, so. Peg. It will yeah, come back. back. You see the part going, oh. 
That is him. Okay. Uh, that is uh, Michael McDonald. And he's on several other tracks, but I, I couldn't name him right now. That's, either, but yeah, that's right the on. one that stands out in my mind. I'm a massive fan, but his presence is, is felt at a lot of Steve Yeah. Um, it's going to sound stupid and pathetic, but Peg okay, yeah, sure. was our fraternity anthem, essentially. It's a great song. Yeah, it's it pretty is. stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mr. McDonald. <laughs> Michael McDonald is 69 today. Steve Hackett, former guitarist from Genesis, is... Uh, we talked to him. Yeah, we did. Uh, oh, that's he, right. He is 71 years old. Uh, he and, uh, yeah, he, he, he was, uh, it was nice to talk to him, man. He's, uh, you know, he goes back to the early progressive days of Genesis. In fact, the longstanding rumor, I don't know if it was ever validated, is that um, Eddie Van Halen's, you know, fret tapping or whatever the, you know, the, uh, was sort of inspired by seeing Steve Hackett. I believe it. Uh, then you have Judy Bloom, the author. Uh, she's 83. Super fudge. Is that was that yeah. one of her big ones? Super fudge. Uh, when I was working in this bookstore years ago, my bookstore years, Judy Bloom reigned supreme. And okay. when, the, oh, when yeah. those books would come out, the yeah. store would be flooded with like young teenage girls reading those things. She didn't write Bunnicula, did she? No. Okay. Bunnicula. <laughs> yeah. Bunnicula. Yeah. Every time I looked at, I'm like. Bunnicula, and then I would have to say it over and over in my head. And go, oh no, it's Bunnicula. Uh, Who wrote that one? I think that was Shakespeare. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. In case I remember when that one came out as well. Uh, Joe Don Baker. Oh, I love uh, Joe Don Baker. He wrote Bunnicula. He did. Uh, <laughs> he was Sheriff T. Bunnicula. Uh, no, he was. Uh, what was that? his? Uh, Walking Tall. Buford T. Pussard. Yeah, that was it? Yeah. Buford T. Bunnicula. Buford <laughs> T. Bunnicula. He was the. He's the whammer. He's in the. the yes. Yep. And yeah, and Fletch, he's the police chief. Yeah, he's mean. And you're right, he was the whammer in uh, the Natural. Yeah, he's also in a number of Bond movies. Uh, he is. Is 80. he really? Yeah, he's a Bond girl. No, he's, he's a, a uh, octopenis. <laughs> yeah, yep, that was him. Have eight. I got a guy for you? He had eight Johnsons. Oh yeah, let's get these two together. <laughs> Something about that. I don't know. I don't know You've what got it eight is. penises. <laughs> She's got eight vaginas. I mean, come on. Uh, he's eighty. You're gonna go broke on condoms, but last birthday is Darren Aronofsky, the director, and he's done some great movies like The Wrestler. It's outstanding. Uh, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, trippy, good movie. Yeah, The Fountain and others. He is uh, 52 today. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this stupid question. Uh, What is the name of the band that Marty McFly jammed with in the Enchantment Under the Sea Dance 215-263-WMMR? That is the number, and I will go to, let's go to Steve. Hey, Steve, good morning. Hey, good morning, it. All right, good morning, it, Steve. <laughs> what was the name of the band Marty McFly jammed with in the Enchantment Under the Sea Dance? Marvin Berry and the Starlighter. You nailed it, dude. Ah! Your cousin, Chuck. All right, Steve, hang on the line. We are going to get you a code for a free rental of the new comedy, Barb and Star. Go to Vista Del Mar, and it's from the gals who brought you Bridesmaids, co-stars, and co-writers, Kristen Wiig and Annie Mamolo. Lifelong friends, Barb and Star, embark on their adventure of a lifetime when they decide to leave their small Midwestern town for the first time ever. Barb and Star debuts in your home today. From Lionsgate. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about this first. The Duchess of Sussex won a privacy lawsuit that she filed against the publisher of The Mail on Sunday. Meghan Markle sued after the published parts of a letter she wrote to her estranged father, Thomas Markle, following her wedding 
to Prince Harry. So the judge, Mark Warby, wrote that Megan had a reasonable expectation that the contents of this letter would remain private and the articles had inferred with that reasonable expectation. So the battle is won, but the war isn't over. The issues of copyright will have to be settled at trial. Uh, Megan said in a statement after the ruling that she was grateful to the courts for holding uh, Associated Newspapers and the Mail on Sunday to account for their illegal and dehumanizing practices. So no one knows. Did they ever ascertain how they got a hold of it? Uh, no, I'm not in any of the testimony that right. I had seen, Steve, but I, I don't know specifically who got it. I believe it was Benicula. Uh But nonetheless, they uh, that's a that's a big step forward for her. No, it is. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Samantha Jones fans are getting insight into how her character, played by Kim Cattrall, will be written off of Sex and the City. The HBO Max reboot, famously, will not include Cattrall's character, who had previously slammed Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon, and Kristen Davis as being fake and not nice to her on set over the years. HBO Max chief content officer Casey Bloys... Casey Bloy yeah. uh, tells uh, TV Line that Parker and writer Michael Patrick King are not trying to redo Sex in the City. It's important to the creative team that the new series is very much a story about women in their 50s, and they are dealing with things that people deal with in their 50s. And said, just as in real life, people come into your life, people leave. Friendships fade, and new friendships starts. It's beautiful. Uh, friendships start. So I think it is all very indicative of the real stages, the actual stages of life, meaning uh, that the uh, Fab Four drifts away from Samantha. So for some reason or another, they just kind of, she just kind of fades out of their life. They should just have her from, an actress playing her from behind, walking out to meet the girls for lunch, walks through the building, and then a safe falls from like the 50th floor. (laughs) Right. And that's it. Like, you know, a, a classic F.U. death on a show. They did a couple of those on Desperate Housewives. Kathy, yeah. we always talk about that one. Um, where she got electrocuted, She stepped right? in the she water. stepped in, in the, water where a power line power was Power line in. had fallen down. And I, <laughs> the, I say this every time we talk about it, but I remember yeah. that scene so perfectly because she was wearing the same shoes that I had just purchased. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, we have the same shoes. You didn't get electrocuted in those. <laughs> but that's what you call a contract yeah. negotiation death. Hey, oh, um, yeah. I watched the same thing, and you've mentioned it on the show a couple of times, Steve, when the lady fell down the elevator shaft in L.A. LA Law. Yeah. Uh, was that her just getting written off? Like, that was, was her that just getting written off. Unceremoniously. Yeah. See yeah. you I later. Mean, yeah. R- Rosalind yeah. Chase, I think, was the character's name. So fans don't seem convinced of this. Many on Twitter said they won't watch without Samantha and advise the producers to rename it The City. Ooh. Apparently it's that's called stupid. A- City. It's not called Sex in the City. It's called And Just Like That. Oh, no really? kidding. Yeah, so... Not menopause right. in the City? No, okay. they, they changed the name. No. Uh, Shia LaBeouf is not only shutting down each and every claim of abuse that FKA Twigs leveled against uh, him and uh, her ex in a lawsuit. Uh, he's claiming self-defense in physical altercations, according to documents. Mm-hmm. Uh, the court filings were made February 5th. He now denies that the 32-year-old sustained any injury or loss by reason of any act or omission because of him. These claims conflict with his previous statement of the New York Times in which he admitted to being abusive, quote, to myself and everyone around me for years. Uh, he is currently seeking long-term inpatient treatment. None of this is adding up. Other exes, including Sia, have backed Twig's story, uh, claiming that uh, they were also abused by LaBeouf. Uh, her lawyer, Brian Friedman, said Thursday in response, 
Upon being confronted with Miss Barnett's lawsuit, Mr. LaBeouf admitted his reprehensible conduct and then checked himself into some type of inpatient treatment. Uh, to the extent his five-week treatment has been focused on denials and gaslighting, he may want to revisit the type of help that he is receiving. Mr. LaBeouf's legal tact and recovery plan, while not surprising, are poorly misguided self-help strategies, according to them. Now, speaking of rehab and all that other stuff, we had a wonderful conversation last week with Bam Margera. Yes. And then it went downhill recently. Uh, he went on a nearly 10-minute tirade about how his own suicidal thought, about his own th- suicidal thoughts and about being pissed off that he's been shut out of Jackass 4. The videos have since been deleted, but he talked about all kinds of things like being previously... Uh, overcome with suicidal thoughts he said things uh, got so bad that his wife nikki found him online searching how to tie a noose and at oh one point God. in one of the videos he appears to almost throw up so we have a couple Ugh. of clips here and he yeah. admitted he's drunk he, yeah he, he drank uh, uh wine he i think he drank a glass of wine and seven beers before he posted these videos so he's he asking- was he was clean and doing great when we spoke to him so, and when we talked to him in that conversation, Preston, I, I knew that that sort of a pivotal thing for him would be Paramount's decision to include him in the Jackass movie. And um, so that's part, or at least a great impetus for the getting sober and for staying on track and for doing all this stuff. Casey, prior to the interview with the BAM, you, you, you'd said he yeah. wanted to make sure that he, you know, that everything was on the up and up, but it was good. Yeah, that he didn't want to say anything that, that would, would jeopardize, you know, right. jeopardize, you know. Um, yeah. And so, uh, obviously, they yeah. opted out. All right, so here's a clip from the video, uh, him talking about boycotting Jackass. I wrote them so many ideas, and if I'm not in the movie, and they use my ideas... How do you think that that'll make me feel, man? I'm not in Jackass 4. If anybody cares about me, don't go see their movie because I will make mine way flatter if you just Venmo me a dollar. <laughs> just a buck. Wow. Uh, that's probably not the way to uh, yeah. to handle this. I that mean, the, the way to handle it is, is behind the scenes. Yeah. Really, really work it hard and maybe they could get him back into the it's movie. It's a shame but... that so many of them went down this path. I know. Uh, yeah, he seems to be really, like, in a bad place right now. It, it was weird because last week he seemed to be in a good place. A right? tremendous a, a place, Really, yeah. really good place. And, he you is know, bipolar, right? He uh, is. Maybe. So uh, at the end of one of the videos I watched, it was heartbreaking because he, he's crying. And he says, he's basically, not not basically, he says, F you to Knoxville, F you to Tremaine, uh, F you to all Th- these that's people. That's in the next clip. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the next yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, let's roll this. Here we go. Jackass was everything to me. And now, now I'm so relieved to just... Oh. you, Knoxville. F*** you, Spike. F*** you, Jeff. You never cared about me, man. Not true. Wow. It's it, you know. It's I'm sure that they cared about him, and you know. I'm wondering how many times they actually tried to help. You know. So here's the deal, and, and you see this all the time, and it's portrayed in movies accurately. He's been clean since Thanksgiving. Okay, so you you see it all the time where people try to make amends or they try to say, "Oh, I'm clean. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." It's it's only been a couple of months, yeah. right? You you know, live with it for a little while, right? Like. It's it's tough to trust anybody after years of witnessing 
this, and then, okay, oh, so you've been good for a few months. And yeah. I'm, I'm not casting any judgment, right? You'd find it easier to believe if there was more time invested. Yeah. Yeah. You know? More, that makes sense. You know, like, you, you just, you need to show a little bit longer. Yeah. You it's, know, that you've turned over a new leaf. And and I don't know, you know, the, the details behind all of this, but I would imagine that, and, and I've never gone through it myself. Well, I, I went through it for a little while, but... It's got to be very frustrating when you are, um, when you're you're dealing with someone who you want to help, who has an abuse, uh, a substance abuse issue, and they keep going back to the same old routine over and over again. You stand by them time and time again, but at some point, it can wear you down. Yes, you know, and Listen, that's and, uh, and 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 how long do you keep standing by, and at some point, do you realize that? I mean, it's got to be hard for no, everybody, for, for them, for the people that are that are helping, you know. No, I, absolutely. There are two movies that actually talk about movies depicting the, the old classic Days of Wine and Roses with Jack Lemmon and Lee Remick. They're both al- alcoholics mm-hmm. who keep enabling themselves, and they keep going through the same scenario you're saying. Right. And then a movie with James Woods called The Boost yeah. about coke <laughs> addicts. Um, yeah, it's... So here's the deal. I mean, listen, obviously they have 12-step programs yes. for, for a lot of different, you know, way that people, you know, abuse themselves, right? So drugs, alcohol, gambling, whatever. So they have these 12-step programs, but they also have support groups for the family and the loved ones of people who keep abusing themselves because right. there's a PTSD when it comes to this sort of stuff. Right. And, and you know, after, you know, multiple attempts and failures at it, like, you know, it's like how... How do I do, you know, how do I continue yeah. to be the son, the daughter, the mother, the father, the brother, the sister, the loved one of one of these people? And you don't want to be an enabler. And enabling is it's it's kind of an illness in and of itself, right? Because when you're enabling, you're thinking you're helping, and you know. So you know these people that he's saying "f you" to, you know, that's a tactic as well. Okay. You know the the whole "f you" to uh, yeah. people that is a tactic of uh of a. Uh, um, he's putting it on that of an addict. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Well, uh, it's heavy stuff, but we're hoping he's going to get the help and and uh, yeah. and get on the right track, man. I love him, help man. Each time, I know, I know. All right, this is a great story. Uh, it is from uh, the Philly Voice, uh, and I want to credit uh, Allie Miller. It was from her article, uh, but HBO is going to be putting up seven episodes of Mayor of Easttown, and Mayor is spelled M A R E, by the way. A limited detective series starring Kate Winslet. It's coming out on April 18th. Winslet reported he sw- reportedly swapped out her natural British accent for a Delco accent. Hey. Oh, my. Yes. Wait, it's Delco. It specifically says Delco? Like, it's not... Correct. So, the show portrays her as a small-town detective living in nearby Easttown Township, Chester County, but they gave her a Delco accent. Oh, my God. Winslet so said funny. adopting the Delco accent was one of the most challenging accents (laughs) ever required of her. She said it was up there with the hardest accents I've ever done in the top three for sure. It's it's one of only two dialects in my life that have made me throw things. Mm -hmm. That, she said, and the dialogue that they made me do in the movie about Steve Jobs. So in Steve Jobs, she was required to use a Polish-Armenian-Russian accent. That's the only one that was harder, harder than the than Delco, Delco accent. I can see a that. A blend it's... of Polish, Armenian, and Russian was just a smidge harder than Delco. Is, is there know? audio? No, not, not yet. yet. It's no. not out yet. Yeah. So uh, she said, the thing that was hardest for me to do, the Delco accent, 
uh, well enough that you don't really hear it. She said, that's what's important to me, to yeah. make it disappear and blend in. I, I think that, that, to me, because it's more nuanced, Preston, would be the more difficult. Because when you're dealing with a, like a hard accent, like a, like a Polish accent... You know, you can you can be in there as long as you're in the ballpark. It's going to read as an accent. Yeah. But the Delco accent has uh, dialect has an, enough nuance that you're like, oh, did I did I hit it? Did I do it right? I'm telling you, the the gal who nailed it was from uh, Rocky Balboa. She plays Little Marie. Yeah, she did a great job. She's Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she she brought this kind of Philly accent, and it was it was subtle enough. Yeah. To where it wasn't clear that someone is doing a version of it that she slid right into. And I'm like, that's fantastic. The first time I heard her speak with an Irish accent, I was blown away. Uh, So despite the challenges of learning the Delco accent, there were some positives of filming in the Philadelphia region. Winslet said, Wawa is now a big part of her. Oh, oh I yes, love Kate is. Winslet, man. Yeah, we love Kate Winslet. She said, I didn't go to the King of Prussia Mall, but Wawa is a big part of my life. We actually have a clip. Marissa found a three-second clip of her speaking. Here we go. I'm going to start digging through your life, and I'm going to find out everything. That's excellent. Uh, yeah, she nailed it. You can't tell. So, uh, in the show, Winslet plays a character named Mare Sheena, uh, Sheehan, who is investigating a local murder while her life crumbles around her. The show will explore the dark side of a close community. Uh, it was filming in 2019. They started in the Coatesville and Downingtown regions. Uh, portions of the show were shot in Delaware County. Yeah, like Aston or something like that. Okay, right? uh, HBO has not released any teasers or trailers uh, for Mayor of Easttown. We had somebody oh call in. Oh, my God. Uh, in for out of Aston, they were yeah. filming, but I don't know at her at was his, it this? Yes. his house. I think okay. that they used his house, and um, I, I think he. Uh, I recall him saying that like she was really nice. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. They okay. shot in Marcus Hook, Upper Chai, Lower Chai. Uh, your old oh stomping God, my yeah. old neighborhood. Yeah. And the uh, the writer uh, is a guy named Brad Inglesby. He wrote uh, Out of the Furnace and um, also the uh, Affleck ba- um, basketball movie. What yeah, oh, way uh, back, way back, the yeah. way back. Yeah, and so Brad is uh, is a family friend, and uh, I'm going to try and get him on the show because I was trying to get him in last year, but then pandemic. But Brad's a great guy, really good writer, and he wrote this entire series. Okay. Oh, that's great. I understand, Casey, and this is very cool. The killer in this series uses uh, a cow's tail from uh, Wawa. No way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's inventive. Oh, as a strangling device. Mary Stone. That's very cool. Uh, so moving on, uh, this is nice to hear for her. Kristen Wiig confirmed her marriage to Avi Rothman. Uh, following the news that they welcomed twins via surrogate in 2020. The pair are very private. News of their engagement broke in 2019, but apparently they went ahead and got married. So I love her. Yeah. Yeah, she is. So this movie, Barb and Star, go to Vista Del Mar. I watched it last weekend, and she is in it. She plays two roles, just so you know. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So she plays, she's, I don't remember if she's Barb or Star. I want to say she's Star, but she also plays this other role. This movie it is funny. It's trippy, right? It is really trippy. It is out there. Um, so, and and right from the, so give it a chance, right? Just right from the very okay. beginning, you're like, okay, this is, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, like talking animals weird. Yeah, you know okay. I mean? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right, hang on a second here. I'm trying to decide if we want to do the, uh, our, our first uh, uh, quarantine Cupid in this segment or the next one. What do you think? How romantic are you feeling? Feeling pretty romantic. Let's do it. All right, all right. we'll do it in this segment. All right, uh, that means I have two more quick stories. Uh, Linda Carter uh, shared a tribute to her husband, Robert A. Altman, who uh, died at the age of 73. Uh, She said one week ago, and of course she's the original uh, um, Wonder Woman. Uh, She said, one week ago, my beloved husband, Robert A. Altman, passed away. 
Uh, she said that uh, Robert is the only love of my life and always will be. Our 37 years of marriage were an extraordinary gift. We share the passion. I hope everyone is lucky enough to experience in their lifetime. So, And, and spoiler say. alert, she makes a nice little cameo at the end of the, uh, the new Wonder Woman movie. Speaking of Wonder Woman, uh, that abomination of a movie yeah uh does have a great actor in it and unfortunately plays a really crappy role pedro pascal yeah uh who's awesome um so i saw this steve he and an actress bella ramsey and i'll tell you who she is in a second have been cast in hbo's adaptation of the playstation video game series the last of us great video game and i think that's damn good casting uh this this when you talk about the kind of games that i love that are theatrical that are a story that's compelling mm-hmm. uh where you feel like you're playing a movie the last of us is that game so pascal will be playing uh joel and uh bella ramsey will be ellie now bella ramsey for those of you who watched game of thrones uh both of them were on game of thrones uh the Pascal played uh, Oberlin Martell in a great scene where he fights uh, the mountain. And she is uh, Leanna Mormont, uh, Lady Mormont, who is, she's this kid, yeah. but she is a badass. Yeah. I mean, she just, she doesn't take any crap, and she has one of my all-time favorite scenes in that entire series. So I was happy to see her name pop up, and she wasn't going to just be some little fly-by-night actress that got this shot in the show. And so she's going to be in... The Last of Us, and uh, HBO gave series to that order in November. Uh, the Last of Us follows rugged survivor Joel and the younger Ellie as they travel across post-apocalyptic the United States that has been ravaged by a virus. And by, by the way, the creature or the mutants in oh. this game are mother effers. Yep, so looking forward to that. All right, um, so we have new movies opening this weekend. It's a Friday, so we may as well go through them, right? Here we go. So exciting. All right, so two movies for you to be aware of this weekend. Uh Barbara Star go to visit El Mar. It opens today. It was just talking we were just talking about the Kristen Wig, Annie Mamolo. And Jamie Dornan, star. Uh, the plot is lifelong friends Barb and Star embark on an adventure of a lifetime when they decide to leave their small Midwestern town for the first time ever. Uh, it's an hour and 46 minutes long, rated R, available on demand. Rotten Tomatoes is 79%. Mm. Yeah, so it's a good score. And then Judas and the Black Messiah. It's a biopic. Uh, and it stars uh, Daniel Kalu- uh, Kaluuya, uh, Jesse Plemons, and Martin Sheen. The plot is an FBI informant. Uh, William O'Neill infiltrates the Illinois Black Panther Party and is tasked with keeping tabs on their charismatic leader, Chairman Fred Hampton. Uh, the running time is two hours, six minutes long. It's rated R. Limited release and streaming, 97%. Whoa. Rotten Tomatoes, so a big score on that. All right, and we're ready for clips. And the clippies. Uh, a local hunter brings a grieving lawyer back from the brink of death. After she retreats to the harsh wilderness of the Rockies in Land. Uh, star and director Robin Wright talks about why she wanted to direct this particular film. Here we go. I knew I wanted to direct this particular story because it was about how empowered this character becomes and how empowering it feels to finish this movie, to see where she started and then the resilience that took place 
with the help of a beautiful stranger. <laughs> Land is in theaters now, by the way. Here is the next clip for you. A defense attorney uncovers a deep-seated conspiracy while Ooh. investigating the case of a falsely accused 9-11 terrorist who was imprisoned at Guantanamo Bay for six years in the Mauritanian. Is that how you say that? The yeah. Mor- Mauritanian, yeah. Uh, Mauritanian, thank you. In this clip, Jodie Foster discusses the true story that made her want to be a part of this film. It was really Mohamedou, um, what he lived through, the kind of man that he is through his spirituality, through his his religion, and and just through his humanity, he was able to come to a place of forgiveness, which is amazing to me. I don't know why he's not angry, um, but he he insisted on finding joy and and loving life, and um, he's just a model for all of us. Whatever. Uh, the Manitorian... Mauritania. <laughs> There's a, co- a country in West Africa It's called Mauritania, and this is based on somebody from Mauritania. All right, thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm juggling like... The Mandalorian. Here. The, Mandalorian the Mandalorian is in theaters now. Yep. All right, and there you yes. go. That is what I have in the entertainment report for you. Okay, I think we're going to try something. All right. Are we going to try something? Yeah, we try it now. Okay. Get... As much of the failure out of the way quickly and then adapt and improve for the larger listener base. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yes. We'll start early and uh, we'll try to figure it out by the time we get to peak uh, listenership. <laughs> so uh, we, we had told you about the quarantine Cupid uh, yes. last week and we took submissions. Uh, people send us in messages and who they would like to on their list, receive a gift from the quarantine Cupid, which, by the way, is Cupid, although wearing a hazmat suit because of uh, COVID restrictions and uh, safety protocols. Well, we want to make sure it is safe, and this presented a whole host of, um, you know, complications to all this. But love sir, love will triumph, Preston. We That's really correct. believe that. Yes. So we have a special delivery from Steven Singer uh, for this particular recipient. So we're going to get everybody on the phone now, right now. Okay, let me go to our quarantine Cupid. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome and please give some Yay! love to the quarantine Cupid. Yay! Yeah, yeah. How you guys doing? We're, we're great, quarantine <laughs> Cupid. How are you this morning? I am fantastic. I come with a message of love and sanitation. <laughs> Those are two sanitation. great messages. Yeah. You know? Let's be let's be clean and let's love, <laughs> love each other. I love it. And so, where are you? Uh, by the way, what what area of the Delaware Valley are you in? Quarantine, Cupid. We are in the glorious King of Prussia area. Uh, this is a fantastic area. You can do your shopping. <laughs> you can do uh, so many things, uh, including sanitizer and Valentine's Day gifts. Yeah, and there's a Hooters in King of there's Prussia. There's a Hooters too, too oh, for oh, some no. fine yeah. eating. Yeah, that's yes. a good point. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what uh, what are you wearing uh, this morning, Quarantine Cupid? All right, so for my safety and for the safety of everybody out there, I've got my hazmat suit on. Um, and then to identify people that I am indeed an angel, I have the wings okay. and my halo. I've, I've sterilized the halo perfectly. And I have the wonderful Steven, Steven, uh, uh, Steven Singer. Steven Singer. <laughs> I can do it. Yeah. Even your jewelry. Okay. Uh, uh, and, and we are going to have you present that, I mean, directly from the quarantine cubit himself to some of our recipients. So what I'd like to do now uh, is I'm going to the applicant, the person who sent in right. 
uh, the message, and I'm going to hear who they want to present this to. We're going to get the person they're presenting it to on. We're going to do the presentation, and then <laughs> after that, I'm going to read the message that this person sent in because their significant other has not heard this message no. as of yet. And I thought it might be a nice way for them to hear what they truly feel about them. And all this while trying to make sure everyone is safe and in love. That's right. Yeah. All right, so we are first going to go to Angela. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Are you feeling the love today? Feeling the love. That's excellent. So, so here, here's what we're going to do, Angela. We're going to we're going to present your love with this very special gift from the Quarantine Cupid, and I'm actually going to bring uh, your love on the, the same line. Who is this that is receiving this gift uh, today, Angela? This is my wife, Leanne. Your wife, Leanne. Let's get her on the line. Leanne, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Good morning! Leanne, you had no idea this was going to happen, did you? No, I did not. (laughs) It's a wonderful thing. Well, uh, Quarantine Cupid, if you could, please step out of your magical chariot. (laughs) And please approach safely and, and give them their gift. The wonderful people of King of Russia. Here you go. Here you go. That's a beautiful poem. A beautiful poem. Uh, From the heart. Lane, uh, Leanne, I'm sorry, Leanne, we have for you a gold dip rose and a star of love diamond necklace from Steven Singer Jewelers. And and Leanne, here's here's what I'm going to do. So Angela uh, wrote yeah. in to us, and she sent us this lovely message. And I'm going to read it to you because I, I think you need to hear what she had to say. Okay. All right. So are you crying? Okay, she's about to. All right. So here, here she's we go. still moved by the words. Here you go. <laughs> I mean, uh, me too. I, can I steal that? Uh, can I write that my Valentine this weekend for my wife? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Leanne, here's what Angela wrote. She said, she wrote, my wife Leanne and I have had a particularly rough year. As a same-sex couple, having a child has been a diff- difficult and so far unsuccessful adventure. Uh-huh. We started last February, but still nothing. We've sunk more financial and emotional resources into it than I can describe. There have been many times where it seemed fruitless, and I've nearly given up hope, but not her. She remains a beacon of light in this dark time, despite also battling her own her own mental health demons. She's everything to me, and I want to show her how much I appreciate her perseverance, her strength, her love, and her commitment to adding to our family. This gift would mean the world to her. Thank you, guys. And that is from Angela. And, yes. That's beautiful. So, Leanne, we w- we just wanted to present this from your wife, Angela, as a token of love on this Valentine's Day weekend. Oh, thank, thank you so crying. much. Now I'm crying. Now she's crying. Excellent. crying, all right. Well, they're, they're standing next close yeah. to each other. That's why you're hearing the, the echo effect. But, uh, hey, we want you guys to have a wonderful, beautiful Valentine's Day weekend. And we thank Steven Singer Jewelers yeah. for this amazing hey. gift and the Quarantine Cupid. Quarantine Cupid, any any parting words of love for these two? <laughs> I can't understand what he's saying. I mean, it's hilarious. Situation. Uh, or on, Cupid. All right. Say, say that one more time, please. 
this is the most beautiful prize thing I've ever been a part of. Oh, nice. Prize thing. Yeah. 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 And, and now uh, some more poetry, something like, I got to go now. I got to go. <laughs> Yeah, All right. well, we got, we got more locations to hit. Yeah, yeah. you're, you're, you're going to be a, a busy little angel this morning. So uh, head on to the next location. Fly, Cupid, fly. fly. Yes, I will. All right. Your chariot of love that looks suspiciously like a regular vehicle. All right, there you go. That's stop number one on our tour of love this morning. I tell you what, I started to tear up when he said, here you go. Here you yeah. go. Oh, my God. I found a, uh, a really nice uh, poem that a listener texted in, Preston. All right, here it says, Roses are red, tulips are yellow, I am the quarantine Cupid, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Taylor Momsen on the show today, more love to spread, and, uh, yep, we got stuff to give away as well. We'll be back in a moment. Stay put. WMMR.com. A great way to stay up to date on the latest rock news and station happenings. Listen live via your laptop, the free mobile app, or just tell your smart speaker to play MMR. From Preston and Steve's Daily Rush to Pierre's Weekend Calendar and the latest on Jackson's Local Shots. It's everything that rocks your computer. Head over to the contest page for the busy Resolution Season Poll, where you can enter to win $250 and a mini vacation in Vermont just for answering one simple question. Pick up some busy hard seltzer with antioxidant vitamin C at a retailer near you. WMMR.com. Everything that rocks. Um, so Valentine's Day weekend, obviously, and I think instead of doing the junk drawer, we're gonna do the love drawer Ooh. this morning because I have a variety of stories, and as we're leading into this. Casey has brought us a gift. Aww. Aww, so and they are chocolate-covered strawberries from Tree 20 hey! Market Cafe. Hey! In Delco. Yes. Two locations in Delaware County, by the way. Oh, um, really? Yeah, so I went and picked these up at 320 uh, Market in Swarthmore. So it's on Route 320, hence the name 320 Market. Uh, but years ago, if you recall, we had an intern named Sean Keffer, and he worked for 320, and he brought us these ginormous chocolate-covered strawberries that we had fallen in love with. And uh, so it's, it seems like almost every year since we have uh, grabbed these from, from them. I, listen, they're the biggest strawberries. In fact, I took a picture yesterday of one of the strawberries that I ate. <laughs> yeah, because I've seen the yeah. bigger ones in this, this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. These, these are these big. Aren't yeah. as big but as, I remember those yeah. ones were gigantic. We're, we're huge. Yeah. Well, yeah. I ate those ones. I ate some. <laughs> I ate some. I ate some. I ate some. Casey, you posted this, like, cryptic message um, yeah. on Instagram, and I saw it. But I'm the worst at these. I had stop n- it. Well, and ever apparently people. I, I didn't know until this morning, but people were guessing it. Marissa got it right away. Like, I, what is like? I what am I looking at? Okay, I still so don't know. you can't see. I see right. the strawberry top. Okay, yeah, that's the upper right hand corner. Then I took a couple of pictures of the sign, three twenty market sign. So, okay. bottom left in, in your chocolate covered strawberries, there should be a one of the strawberries has like a. Uh, a red, like, uh, sugar Sheena, on it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's yes. like a chocolate and sugar okay. covered. The bottom left? Okay, so bottom this right. bottom. Salsa, or, or it looks like uh, wait, it looks like guacamole. Yeah. That is the real surprise, Preston. Oh, the real surprise. Really? Surprise. And this so this is something that my wife, like, legit craves. Like, I will, you know, just be sitting there and she'll be like, I need you to go to 320 and get me the pico de gallo um, mm. guacamole right now. And so I'll go and do that. And thank God. 320 has a location on State Road and Media. Um, State Street? State Street? State Street and Media. There's a State Road and a yeah. State Street and Media. 
Um, that one is actually, we, you know, we're supporting local businesses these yes. days. That one is suffering more than the 320 in Swarthmore because 320 in Swarthmore is more of a market. The one in media is is a market and a restaurant. So obviously with what we're going through right now. It's getting clipped. It's getting clipped. So anyway. Uh, Maybe I want... if they change their name to 420 Market. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Extra you know what? They stoner business. Or yeah. 69. That's a sexual position. That's a good one too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Well, especially the one in media because it's not on four, or It's not on Route 320. Or they could call it Eight Vaginas. Eight <laughs> Vagina. Octopussy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, but I want pleasure holes. No, you don't have to try it right oh now, God. Preston. But Would that I want be too you... overt. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I'm going to try this later. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm not going to eat on air uh, no, right no, now. That would we, be silly. Last, no, no. last time we were eating on air, I got a lot of negative feedback. Really? From that. Why, yeah, so. why don't people like to hear people slurping and not being able to? Listen, I was talking to my wife on the phone last night, and I'm like, "Are you eating?" And I, I was like, that's really annoying. Can you stop that, please? Stop it. So, yes. I got Why did I ever marry you? Yeah. You know, my, years ago, uh, my mom got in trouble. She she worked uh, from home, and she would have to talk to patients um, huh. over the phone. And sometimes she would think she was on mute, and she wasn't. And uh, sometimes the company she worked for would listen in, you know, training purposes, whatever. And so they messaged her, and they were like, can you stop eating carrots when you're on the phone? Oh, oh my God. Really? One of the loudest things she you could possibly was, eat. I guess she thought it was on mute, so she was chewing, like, right into the phone. That's funny. Not so much. We interviewed. Uh, Charisma Carpenter. Years ago. She was eating, and I mean, honestly, yep. that was yeah. 20 years ago, and I and still remember. remember. Me too. She's yep. eating watermelon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. My wife was in a job interview, a Zoom job interview, and the interviewer yawned eight times. Eight she, times? She, she counted. What? <laughs> I know. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Wait, I, w- I went to a therapist once who uh, yawned throughout the entire session. A therapist was, is supposed uh, to be helping you? I was like, I am never coming back to yeah. this lady What, am again. I boring you? And, wait, and yeah. I, I did. I went back to her a couple of times because they say, like, yeah. give it a few times or whatever. And You want I, a carrot? No, she, I'm telling you, she <laughs> yawned every single time. I was like, she hates my story. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. We'll sample this stuff uh, yeah. in in a little while. Thank you, Casey. Yeah, it's very nice. It was very cool of you to do that. Uh, but I'm going to open up the love drawer oh. for these uh, stories that I have for you this morning. Yes. Sweet mystery of life, at last I found you. Oh, Preston, as this music is playing and Steve is singing. The sun is coming through the clouds. I know. It's oh beautiful. My God. I have this power. Yeah, thank you. We, we, we have a, just a, a little <laughs> taste of sunshine for this moment of love. Uh, but the AARP, these are a few stories that involve right. uh, Valentine's Day and love and so on forth. Uh, uh, the AARP, the uh, retired persons. Of, of colored people. Uh, no. no, that's NAACP. Uh, is discouraging its members from sending... Nude pictures. Uh, <laughs> Wait, the director of the victim support for the AARP Fraud Watch Network, Amy Northziger, uh said that if a scammer is asking for nudes, they likely just want your money huh. and won't be sending your incriminating photos to um, anyone embarrassing. Uh, she says it's happening a lot and people don't want to talk about it. She said that uh, she's talked to victims of the scam who are from across all age groups and one such scam reported back in May, targeted consumers in Grand Rapids and claimed that fraudsters wanted $3,000 in Bitcoin payments in the next 24 hours or else they would release an embarrassing sex video to Facebook. <laughs> so I don't know. It's this thing that they're starting to go after the older demographic well, to, to get uh, naked terrible. pictures I, or, or to, uh, claiming they have uh, naked pictures yeah. or asking for naked pictures. My dad, I do know that there are... There are <laughs> The scams have, were used to be quite prevalent in this area. I got them. Uh, people that I know got the, the, the email. We have your, 
porn yeah. videos that you shot of yourself. And I, I guess the basic idea is you hit enough computers and someone goes, oh, my God, I do have that. Well, I'm my like, dad had received that yeah. scam, that that um, spam email, <laughs> but he bought it. And he called and he said, oh, what am I supposed to Well, he he didn't. He didn't know what to do, and yeah. he panicked, and he called me, and I was like, "Dad, it's okay. It's a scam. It's spam. You can delete it. Don't worry about it." But, it, but he was Steve, worried about the sex video. Getting I released? guess. But, but uh, like, can you send me the sex video, Dad, <laughs> yeah. just so I can just like uh, <laughs> I don't have step any one? Sex videos, but I, I have videos of us getting our Christmas trees from National. Park. <laughs> but they're saying for some reason from for Valentine's Day, this is going to step up a little uh, bit. I don't right. know why. Well, but... the wording on the email was so convincing that he, you know, my dad is a smart guy, and he he was worried about it. I know but, what they did though, and, and this is what they probably did, Nick, and what probably got him. Some Somehow, somewhere along the line, they get a they get an email. Yeah. So they get your email, and then maybe they get a secondary email off one of your accounts. They had an email of mine that I just set up just to that I never use, right? Never use. So, uh, um, and uh, and I immediately knew it was crap. But how do they target you? Is it when you visit a certain site? Yeah, they'll, 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 and they whatever with you know the the, the you're, you're they're able to track you with with threadbare information, hoping to parlay that into you giving them more information. Yep. Uh, so watch out, seniors. Uh, they're coming for your naked pictures. Mm-hmm. All right, let me say yes. Back into the into the Sweet love drawer. mystery of life. At last, I found me. A new poll finding that 46, there's a new poll finding that uh, 46% of Americans in relationships say that they want their romantic partners to post more online PDA. Okay. Uh, so I guess they, they, they want. With other people or them? No, with them, okay. I would think. Uh, Look at it, I'm making out with your friend. The one poll survey found that the average social media user who is part of a uh, a couple of posts about their significant other, their significant other between three and four times a month. Uh, but that doesn't make any huh? sense. Who is part of a couple? Okay, social media user is part of a couple. Uh, posts about their significant other between three to four times a month. But while nearly half want more online PDA, 27% say they want their partner to post less about them. So it All seems right. like the majority of. People that are in a relationship would like to have their significant other post things about their significant other. You know so, what I mean? So I, I, I love my wife. I bought, you know, something like that. You know, my... my uh, yeah, so, yeah. Or not, pictures not, of the two of you right, together. Having, having intercourse. Not having yeah. intercourse. That's for the <laughs> AARP. That's for the AARP <laughs> people. <laughs> uh, look, at the, look at that snatch. I know for me, I think my wife would like for me to post more things about us on, on Facebook. I try to refrain more so on other social media platforms like uh, Instagram and Twitter because people are a-holes. And uh, the the support network that I have on Facebook is different than the support network I have on Twitter and okay. Instagram, right? So Facebook is truly for friends and family only, right? It, it's not like a what? fan site or anything like that. And then Twitter and Instagram, people are just a-holes. And I do not want to... Uh, to accept uh, my loved ones to any of that stuff. Subject, yeah. Subject, okay. yeah. Gotcha. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I knew, when the yeah, one yeah. came so, out of my mouth, I was you don't like, want mm. a sepsis. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Facebook, you you know you're going to get uh-huh. positive feedback from <laughs> your quote, you know, friends and family and so yeah. on. Uh, but it's more, even though we have a, this this uh, a public relationship with uh, with people, they're not friends and family. No. Uh, they're they're a different kind of friend and family, uh, and they might be a little bit more sharp in their uh, yeah. their comments. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. For for me, I 
I will reference my wife, um, you know, uh, uh, occasionally. I, I, you know, I, I, I don't need, like, I want to, you know, I love her. She knows I love her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're doing it to just show other people, <laughs> it seems kind of weird. It's a yeah. fine line. It yeah. Can, it can be sweet. And it can be too much. Yeah. You know, and so you, you want right. to show the, your loved one that you love them. You don't necessarily have to do it online. And and um, and they know. Like, yeah. Like Claire knows with you, Steve. Sometimes people feel like they need to reinforce their relationships online. And th- that can be evident. Yeah. And w- when it comes to, you know, like birthdays and anniversaries and things like that, I, I will very rarely do a public. Well, you have a microphone, too. Post of that. I know, but but there, something feels, even though I'm I'm genuine in, in posting that, yeah. something feels fake about it, you know what I mean? It, it does. A little be, bit. To, to, and I understand that, because the general world doesn't have, you know, a lot of people don't have microphones or don't have radio right. shows. Exactly. And, yes. and so, and so, but in, in, in no way is their love or adoration for their spouse or significant other any any less. And you feel, why, why should I yeah. be able to bang the drum on this? Uh, you know, with Valentine's Day and my anniversary, you know, on, on the same day, uh, you know, it, it carries a little more gravitas. But I don't, I don't go, I don't go out of my mind posting it to the world. Like I let Claire yeah. know I love her. Yeah, you don't need to yeah. do it on social media to verify it. Um, so, kind of what you were talking about, though, Preston. This wasn't, um, you know, a significant other or whatever. But I had recently posted a picture of a friend who passed away, and I felt like I wanted to do it because I wanted to remember him. I wanted to live on my page forever, and yeah. and I, I just wanted. I wanted it to be out there, you know, that this person is now gone and he was loved. And but I, I wasn't looking for people to say, I'm so sorry for you your know. loss, because right. for me, it was just a friend. His family is who you should be saying I'm sorry for. So I turned the comments off. Yeah. And oh, I just okay. posted it and I left it up there. It's on my page. I like that it's there. That's but I wasn't idea. looking for people to say to me, I'm so sorry or, you know, what happened or whatever. You know what? I never consider doing that. I, I don't know why it doesn't even cross my mind, but that's. That's a viable option. Case, mm. you could do that, too. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, what? Oh, I thought you were eating one of the, the chocolate-covered strawberries. No, I ate those okay. already. <laughs> <laughs> I ate my share yesterday. I ate some. Uh, the poll also found 51% of social media users admit uh, judging people who post about being in a relationship too much, while 49%, yeah. almost as many... Say they assume a relationship might be in trouble if neither member has posted about their partner in the past six months. Uh, that there's, uh, you know what? I'd rather uh, to the uh, to the overall thing. I would I would prefer to stay out of this crap by simply not indulging it whatsoever. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. You know I know what's going on. Yeah. Other it, people don't need to know. It's there, funny to watch people try to read the tea leaves because someone hasn't posted about so and so in certain well, you amount know, of time. People freak out. The, the, the simple um, uh, protocol of not you didn't like my photograph, right? You didn't oh, like my post. Man. Well, I got, come I got on, that recently. did you? You don't like my pictures anymore. Are yeah. you out of your mind? Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Get out of my face with that comment. Yeah. You don't like I No, no, no. I don't like you. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. 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 not liking your photos. I, you know, yeah. And you know how I ended that conversation? What? Go F yourself. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. That's how it ended. So, yeah. So, whoever this person was, they knew Mom. something. they knew something was going on. You're joking. You 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 said that jokingly. <laughs> wow. Okay. You say that to you kiss your mother with that mouth. I didn't wow. say it was her. Preston said it. Yeah, <laughs> I said it. Preston's yeah. the one sleeping with her. <laughs> when it comes to like birthdays, there is an obligation because, um, especially on Facebook, there are people that are on your spouse's or girlfriend's page wishing her a happy birthday. 
And if you're not one of those people, like... Case, I, I have not been on Facebook in years. Yeah. And and so I'll do it on Twitter periodically or I'll just just a little thing and I'll I'll promote, you know, Claire's charity out of out of love and, and, and all that. Yeah. But I I, I I I fall I think we're pressed and falls on this. It's like it, it gets to be, you know, uh it gets to be Work. Why, are you doing this to are you doing this more because you legitimately love, or you want to show the world how yeah. good you are for loving this person. I don't know. You know? know. Mm. By the way, overall, 36% of this uh, poll said that they usually enjoy seeing romantic PDA on social media. I love seeing people in love, that's for sure. And 24% said that they uh, they dislike it. I mean, the words of our, uh, of our Cupid echo in my mind, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> I mean... Here's the picture yeah. for today. That's, Here you, you go. go. That's really better than some of the things that I see people write on Twitter when they, or, or not Twitter. My queen. A- anything. Yeah. I did All right. So did this happen on air yesterday? Was it the person, uh, uh, one of the bachelorettes or whoever, I don't who, know, who called their significant other their their favorite their person? Do you do you know what I'm talking about? No. Like they try I know and what get you're like talk- yeah, but they try and get really colorful with their. Oh, this is my person. I'm, you know, no, we didn't I'm, talk I'm about I'm so that. complete with my person my here. Per- I'm like, oh, God. Uh, I You're know. trying yeah. so hard. Yeah. Just say I love this guy. You know? I saw a nice uh, video yesterday on social media, and it was um, uh, a guy that won the Super Bowl. I don't know, remember his name, but he, he's on Tampa Bay, and he's been dating uh, the same girl. I think I think they're engaged now. Um, and they had photos of them together in high school, and now and, and they've been dating throughout college. And now he's a, a wide receiver in the NFL. And she came out, and they, this was not for the cameras, but the cameras caught it. And she jumped into his arms, and they, they celebrated together, and they rolled around in the confetti. It was really sweet. So there are moments, and this wasn't them posting it; it was other people right. posting right. it on their behalf. I do, lo- I do love seeing that. Yeah. I, I love seeing when uh, oh, yeah. they started banging. You saw it. You saw it. Yeah, 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 yeah. here it is. Oh, yeah, okay. we're watching it right now. Like like when people have been away for a while and they they run to each other. Yeah, yes. I, I think that's. Uh, I, 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 I think that's fantastic. I love that. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, let me see what else I have in the live up drawer morning now while casey doesn't post about his wife and family often he does post about his dog a lot on social media now there's real and he loves his dog absolutely dogs Dogs, uh, i should say and i love my dogs too um and so therefore i thought this would be nice to touch on this for those who might be single but do have a furry friend in their life that is their love of their life um and this is a Wonderful list. It's 20, this is from BuzzFeed, 24 unspoken but also very legally binding rules that every dog owner must follow. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if I'll have a chance to go through all of these, but I thought this would be nice. But to give you an example, if your dog is sleeping with their mouth open and you can see their teeth, one must explain teethies out loud. (laughs) Teethies. Wait, that's uh, here's another one. It is illegal to not come running immediately if and when a person calls out, oh, my God, come look at, you know, whatever the dog's name yeah, that, is. That's oh, my God, you got to come in here and see So this. we have that with the cats, too. So the dog <laughs> and the cats. And in fact, we had a joint one yesterday uh, with the cat. Uh, the cat's head was buried in the butt of the dog. There you go. You got to <laughs> see yeah, yeah. that. Uh, here you go. Bathroom doors are to be left open when they are being used so that the dog may enter and stare. <laughs> it's called tit for tat. Yeah. After all, you do watch them. They don't do that anymore. Uh, if a dog is seen in a belly-up sleeping position, a picture must be taken. Yeah. 
If a dog is seen in a belly up position but is not sleeping, a belly rub must be given. <laughs> Whenever passing by your dog, the law states one must say hi. Uh, one must have a minimum three nicknames for the dog, and at least one that is completely unrated to the actual, unrelated to the actual name, and makes no sense at all. I have a million nicknames for my dogs. Give us some. Uh, uh, I call I call Rook Face. Yeah. I call him Fluffer Fuzzball. <laughs> uh, I call her. What do I call Haley? Uh, I call her the demon. I, just like all kinds of names. Yeah. But but I like calling, come here, face. Get over here and give me that face so I can squish that face a little so, bit. Uh, when Claire and I go out and walk uh, Chelsea, it, for the past year, every time we go out and walk, we both start singing, her name is Chelsea. <laughs> she is our puppy. Yeah, there you go. And, you and, we, and they complete the whole song. You become it. so stupid with I your know, animals. I know, but I love the F out of her. Um, so I don't have dogs, but I do have two cats, but I would imagine it's the same thing for dogs. So I feel bad if I pet or hold or give a kiss to one that I have to go, f- especially, but I'm, I literally look around, I'm like, is the other one looking? Like, right. if the other one can see me, I have to go over and say hi to the other one. If, if you know, they're sleeping or they're in a different room, okay, fine. But, like, if I think the other one is I know watching, exactly that I vibe. have to. So what happens is is that so they love they love the, the treats. They love the greenies, the cats. Yeah. So when I give the – so I, if I open up for one, they, they all come running in, and they're all <laughs> swirling like feeding sharks. And then I finish up, and I go to close the door, and I look – and down the hallway, I can see in her bed, Chelsea looking at me like, "Really? Do yeah. I get anything?" Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and, and then I've uh, so one gets, all get. Yeah, my dogs get super jealous of whatever sort of attention the other dog is getting. Fozzie barks when uh, Reggie's getting the attention, but also what Fozzie will do is, if Reggie's getting too much attention for too long, he is so smart. He comes in with a squeaky toy, right? He'll go into another room. He'll grab a squeaky toy. He won't squeak it at all. He'll bring it into the room, and I'll go, and then (laughs) Reggie, he's like, wait, what's that? And then he stops, and he goes and plays with the squeaky toy. And then Fozzie comes over. I mean, how brilliant is that? It's pretty smart. It is pretty smart. All right, so a couple of other rules that are laws if you own a dog. Um, Your dog looks cute. Tell him. It's the law. Yeah. You're so cute. Uh, here's one. In all 50 states and Puerto Rico, it is required to ask your dog what they're looking at while they gaze out the window. What yeah. You, what are you looking at? Yeah. What are you looking at? You looking at me? Uh, here is... <laughs> what are you looking at? You gotta be looking at something. All parts of the dog must be referred to in what is known as the, uh, ease, as in leggies, earsies, toesies, feetsies. I don't do that. So, um, Chelsea has what we call vampire chiefess. Teethus. Right, so when she's okay. on her back, she, you can see the uh, the vampire teeth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, every little thing. I mean, and, and you know what? You, a real pet owner is unabashedly um, willing to do that in front of strangers and people. It, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Again, you're, this, becomes, you're in my realm. These are my animals. This is my adoration. You become so goofy. Yeah, that's it. Here's another law. I goop is never to be left in the eye. Oh, oh dude. God, no. Help no. your pet out and get it out. It is a responsibility of the human to remove and either discard the eye goop or let uh, uh, the dog lick the eye goop from their finger. Ah! 
Okay. No, no. I'll, I, I, a lot of times, I'll just lick it out of my pet's yeah. eyes. I love now, the my, taste. It tastes like uh, like butterscotch. Oh, gross. Our female dog, uh, uh, Haley, licks uh, Rook's eyes all the time oh, to clean up the goop. Well, they lick their asses, it's so that's, 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 that's like a step up. Um, I'm saying ew, gross yeah. to the eye boogies, but I'm okay with the ass. Yeah, no, no. But stick the tongue in the ass. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fozzie gets terrible eye boogers, and like they get all crusted up and gross and nasty. Just wanted to let you know that, Kathy. Thank, Thank you. Uh, let's see. This just in. Fozzie's <laughs> eye boogers get all crusty. We rejoin our show in progress. <laughs> when a dog yawns, a human must mimic the yawn back at the dog. Mm. It is a rule. I try to get a picture every time they yawn. When they're yawning? Because I have a couple, and they're so funny. So, yeah, if I if I think that they're going to yawn, I uh, I get my phone. Because, you know, they'll yawn like a few times in a row, like us. So if yeah. I see it, I get my phone out and Mine don't. They, the they do one shot. It'd be really hard. For, but that would be awesome to have a good yawning picture. <laughs> On your phone, Kathy, do you think you have more photos of Jace or of the cats? You know what? I actually noticed uh, yeah. lately uh, somebody asked for a picture of Jace and I went to my phone and I had to scroll through cat pictures and I was like okay this isn't right yeah so I start I actually made an effort I'm like I have to take more pictures it's of, a problem in our household my yep. kid yeah my uh, my girlfriend has far more photos of the cat than she does of me and I understand it's fine that's where the real love lies I have I have literally I mean I I, I just <laughs> I just took a whole crap of load of pictures did. of of cats and dogs and I and I just you know, you can't again, help it. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I would venture to say that I have more pictures of my poop in the last two weeks than I do of my kids. Yeah, this just been, in. Yeah, been going to town on, on that. So, in yeah. a dog about a conversation about pets, Casey reveals he takes a lot of pictures of his dookie. Back uh, it wasn't studio. just about pets. It was no, you're right. Kids were brought up. You got me. I want to work with you on things like stories that you don't have to tell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's his whole career. I, but that we could have skipped that. Mm-hmm. It was a, wasn't a story. It was a joke. Okay. Right. Oh. Uh, sorry. I didn't know you were going. All right. So I think you two are getting along nicely. <laughs> no, we are. Give me my freaking strawberries back. <laughs> wow. That's fine. Freaking strawberries. Um, oh, man, I was going to bring some of them. No, I don't see, remember. See, see, you ruined it. see what happens when you talk here. about your poop? Way to go, Kath. That wasn't me. It was her. Uh, so, oh yeah, I know what I was going to ask. Do you guys, do any of your pets allow you to put, um, props or clothing on them? <laughs> so no, Chelsea, mine won't cats. have it. Nope. Chelsea has for a brief period. Cats, no way. <laughs> right. But I mean, we, we bought these little hats, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. from the pet store and we're like, wouldn't it be great if they could, <laughs> if they could wear these? No. Well, you have little dogs, and they yep. do sell, like, the little coats and jackets. Oh, yeah. Did you, have you tried those? Yeah, yeah it's, no. it, it doesn't go over okay. well. You know, I don't want to put a coat on them. I, 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 th- I thought the hats would be kind of fun. but um, <laughs> we, Well, I had the one that was the, the, and it became very popular for a while a couple of years ago, which is, it, it looks like a saddle on, on Chelsea, and there's a little mini cowboy on it. Oh, yeah. And uh, she, she wore it, and at a certain point. For how long? She almost, she, it was for a while, and at okay. a certain point, it's like, could you end this nightmare? <laughs> right. Please? There is. There's a look that they give Have you. Have I amused you enough with I, this? I love the uh, the post credits in Best in Show where uh, Michael McKeon and John Michael Higgins are doing the, yes, yeah. the, the calendar of their dogs. And but they famous have, movie scenes from MGM movies. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. And they oh. have full on outfits. It's, yes. it's hilarious. Yeah, they were like uh, from you know. Gone with uh, the wind. Gone with the wind. And, <laughs> yeah. Those dogs, and though. Steve, and the yeah. last one is McMillan and White. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and then I'm sorry. One one last thing, and then we got to take a break because we have we have more love to spread with the yes. uh, the, the uh, quarantine Cuban. Uh, but if a mess is made and you know exactly who did it, the rule is 
by law, you have to ask who did this. Right. Even though you know exactly who did it. Who, who did, did this? this? Did you do this? <laughs> you did this, didn't you? There is a mistake that pet owners make, and if if you do not get to it right immediately after the commission of the <laughs> of the mistake, dogs and, and cats, their retention level... You know, you let you let two minutes go by, they have no idea why you're chastising them. They have to be right adjacent to the moment or else it's totally gone. They'll just look at you like, what? Yeah. What, what, are you, what? Are you bringing that up? That yep. happened 60 seconds ago. <laughs> yep. All right, so if the love of your life is your pet, your dog more specifically because that's just what this particular list was about, uh, we would share that with you. Figured we'd share that with you. Uh, on the, the love drawer. Um, we have more love to spread this morning uh, with our own Quarantine Cupid. I had to do a few more locations. And I have been told that Stephen Singer has supplied us with more of the gold roses to give away this morning. Yeah, so we are going to do a contest in a little while. And diamond necklaces. Oh, and we have the diamond necklaces, yeah. too. Yeah. The star of love diamond necklaces. We will be giving those away. What? I know what that's from. <laughs> Stir crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we'll take a break. We'll come back in a moment. We'll get to the B file and these other things. Stay with us. We shall return shortly. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the fun size and bizarre file editions, along with Preston and Steve full show podcasts, plus the MM Archives podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com. I think the quarantine Cupid might be getting close to his next location. I have heard that that might be happening, so we'll do another check-in in a little bit. But first, let's do this. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Brought to you by Gwynedd Mercy University. Their graduate programs have proven professors who can help propel you to the next level. You can visit them at gmercyu.edu. Well, a Florida man arrested was arrested for indecent exposure and told police that he was protesting for civil rights by showing his penis to traffic. All right. Cops charged that Riley... Hey, hey, ho, ho, this is my dong. Uh, <laughs> Riley James Cushman was spotted alongside a roadway in a Tampa suburb while his pants were down to his knees holding his penis while facing traffic in a vulgar manner. You should always hold your penis facing against traffic. Upon <laughs> spotting a sheriff's deputy, Cushman pulled up his pants and began walking away. When subsequently confronted by the cop, Cushman had explained that he was, quote, protesting for civil rights... By showing his penis to traffic, but was now finished and wanted to go home. Huh. Uh, Cushman's... Oh, that's uh, a good cause. Then, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cushman's display resulted in his arrest for exposure of sexual organs, a misdemeanor. He was booked into the county jail. He's being held in lieu of $150 bond, and he has pleaded not guilty to the charge. Maybe next time, just short shorts. Yeah, that might be. Yeah. That might cut it. Police say one person was injured when a six-year-old child took his parents' keys and drove a vehicle into a nearby home early on Tuesday morning. This is six. This is probably the youngest I've ever heard of how, doing this How, before. how, how? How do you even reach what you need to reach? Officers were called for a car crash in a neighborhood. A truck had struck the corner of a home with uh, a scene showing serious damage. Uh, police say that the driver of the vehicle, a six-year-old boy, Woke up in the middle of the night, grabbed his parents' keys into their uh, to their truck. Uh, the child got into the parents' vehicle and started it, reversed it, and drove down the street into a house. He knew how to throw it in reverse. 
I got to drive into the night. Uh, no serious injuries were reported. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen. But uh, one person in the home suffered minor injuries. Uh, Ligia Vizon had rushed to her sister's home when she heard about the crash Tuesday morning. She said she was asleep. She heard the noise and debris fell on her head. She God. woke up and she said she thought that she woke up in hell because everything was so pitch black and she just kept feeling things falling on her. Oh, Could wow. you imagine? The sister suffered multiple bruises, but, but uh, fortunately nothing more serious as she was asleep in the room that was hit by the truck. Police said that there won't be any criminal charges filed against the boy's parents. I hope a spanking is in the works. In the case, but it reminded, uh, it's a reminder to not underestimate young kids. Police said the boy's father was up in the morning and heard the rev of the engine. <laughs> when the truck barreled down into the neighbor's home, the father thought that someone had stolen the vehicle and was shocked to find his son had taken the keys and then taken off of the truck. A man I'm who, sorry. A man who lives at the home where the truck crashed said after the crash, he went out, opened up the truck door, and found a boy behind the wheel. And the boy said to him, I'm six years old, and I'm stuck. <laughs> and a gas leak occurred oh, as well uh-oh. at the time of the crash. But the lines have since been shut off. Utilities were in the process of being secured after this happened. Here's a follow-up story. Tessica Brown, the Gorilla Glue gal, she used the spray in her hair She's undergone a procedure to salvage what remained and finally brought to an end the ordeal, which has captured people online. So it's over now for her. The 40-year-old underwent a four-hour surgery in wow. Los Angeles where the adhesive was removed. It had been more than a month after she initially styled her hair in a sleek ponytail. Prior to the surgery, Brown had her ponytail extension cut off at the root, leaving the base of her hair, which remained glued down. The surgery was performed by Beverly Hills plastic surgeon Dr. Michael Obing, who offered to do the procedure for free. Obing observed no immediate damage to her scalp, but told Brown that she would experience sensitivity, gave her a dose of steroid to minimize the inflammation. After the procedure, Brown was captured by TMZ cameras, reaching for her scalp and ran her fingers through her hair while expressing relief, saying, Jesus Christ, I can scratch it. Oh, my God. So, so quick question. Uh, would... Were she to allow the hair to grow out, would that have been a possibility, or was it glued down so well, tight? I'm not sure because I have a follow-up story. I have another story that might explain okay. a little bit to the sensitivity. Obeng had explained that the formula he used to remove the heavy-duty adhesive from Brown's hair included a medical-grade adhesive remover, acetone, and more natural solutions like aloe vera and olive oil. He said the surgery went well. She had a lot of irritation on the scalp, especially the edges of her hair and her head because of all the chemicals that she has put in. And the hair was actually very, very tough, very, very matted down, and it would not lift up. She's very lucky that she did not sustain a lot of injury to her scalp. Now, here's another story. Apparently now there is a Gorilla Glue Challenge. Oh, come on. Uh, a man from Louisiana, or is it? this is his name, Louisiana Len Martin. He's got to uh, be born to TikTok, right? Says, yeah, probably. Uh, says he partook in the challenge to prove that the viral uh, video scene with Tesca Brown uh, was not as serious as she made it seem. Mm -hmm. So in the video that was on Facebook, actually, Martin states that he believes he can glue a red Solo cup to his lip and then lick it right off. So he first uses Gorilla Glue on the lip of the cup before attaching it to his face. He was not able to remove the cup. <laughs> Come on. He had to go to the hospital to have it removed. He was told that if his lip is unable to heal properly, the tip will have to be surgically removed. 
Upper or lower lip? I don't know. Because but... if it's the lower lip, you could just leave it there. It could just be your permanent cup. But that's how intense this stuff is. And so that's... Have you ever used it? Yeah, I, I have a grill of yeah, glue at home. It's, it, uh, there'd be no way I would do anything like that. Martin says this is not the challenge you want to try. <laughs> this is not the challenge yeah. you want to try. A Gorilla Glue released a statement saying, Our spray adhesive states in the warning label, Do not swallow, do not get an eyes on skin or clothing. It is uh, used for craft, home, auto, or office projects to mount things to services such as paper, cardboard, wood, laminate, and fabric. That is it, gang. Don't use it for yeah. anything else. I told you guys this last week, but Jace, for whatever reason, is obsessed with Gorilla Glue. Oh, and no. when we go to the store, that's like his treat. He's like, can you I know get what? Gorilla Glue? You're right. Before all this stuff. Before all of this. I yeah. remember you saying and that. that. Now, he is pretty smart. He he hasn't done anything like that. He just finds it amazing that he can glue anything together. So What about the Gorilla Tape? Let him play with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. And there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you. Uh, are you guys ready for laws? Laws. <laughs> ready for laws. Ready to get, get engaged, as uh, our intern Kill yes, Bill Kill once Bill. said Lol. when we were doing the speech jammer. Uh, well, we have the quarantine Cupid. Man, it was so, it actually, it was beautiful. The our, our first stop for the quarantine Cupid could not have gone better. Actually, it could have. And he is uh, <laughs> he's flying around the Delaware Valley, and he's spreading a message of love, and he's dropping off. Wonderful gifts from the amazing Steven Singer Jewelers. We have the, of course, uh, Steven Singer Gold Dip Rose and the Star of Love Diamond Necklace uh, that our recipients are going to receive. Now, what we did is we had people email in who they would like to receive this gift, the significant other. And we got a whole ton of recipients. So thank you to everybody who participated. But we had to narrow it down to four, and that's what we've done. And we have the next one ready to go. So why don't we why don't we see if we can contact... <sighs> Uh, the Quarantine Cupid. Now, Quarantine Cupid, are you there? Sweet Sassy Molassi. Yes, I am. <laughs> he yeah. is. Sweet, Sweet Sassy Molassi. That's my man. That's romantic. That is romantic. And uh, the Quarantine Cupid, by the way, is dressed in all the proper uh, 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 the uh, apparel. Sorry about that. Uh, so to make sure that everything is CDC compliant. It's a hazmat suit yeah. that he wears. He also has, though, the angelic Cupid wings and, and the uh, all the things you would expect from a Cupid, just in a safer way. Now, earlier, the quarantine Cupid was in King of Prussia. Where have you flown to now, quarantine we're, Cupid? We're actually in a different part of King of Prussia, <laughs> outside a uh, office building, oh. uh, which is interesting. So I can check my email if I need to real quick. Oh, okay. In, in the office building. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Sure. And still do some great shopping in King of Prussia, right? Yes, of course. Okay. All right, so... Uh, At reasonable prices. <laughs> are you ready to do this again, Quarantine Cupid? Yes. yes. Excellent. All right, well, first, I'm going to go to the person who sent in the email. We're going to talk to them. We're going to meet the person that they want to receive the gift. We're going to present the gift, and then I'm going to read the email that they wrote. I, I, it's, it's a lovely presentation. So we will go to uh, Josh. Josh Riley. Good morning, Josh. Speaking, good morning to you. Nice to hear from you, sir. So, uh, Pituation said you're in front of an office building. Are you at work today? I am not. I am at my wife's work. Oh, okay. Excellent. And so, you decided that this would be a wonderful, romantic way to get into the Valentine's Day weekend, right? I do. I had to surprise her with something. Wonderful. Well, we have her on a different phone line. I'm going to bring her on now. Everybody, this is Christy. Hi, Christy. Hi, how are you? We're doing great. Not as good as you. Uh, did you have any idea that this was going to be taking place? I did not. <laughs> and being surprised at work, that's extra romantic, isn't it? Is it is nice. 
Very much so. Very much so. He's a sweetheart. I love him. Are you are you blown away by the <laughs> presence of the quarantine Cupid? A magnificent being to behold, yes? <laughs> well, she hasn't seen him yet. we got to get oh, him out there. Oh, you, okay. He's, He's fabulous looking. <laughs> quarantine Cupid, are you on the way? Yes. <laughs> I got a compliment today. That's nice. All right, Quarantine Cupid, please present the gifts. He's got the soul of a poet. I need to get in the copy. Yeah. yeah. Right. What a wonderfully jewelry singer rose. It is a it is a star of love diamond necklace for you, Christy. Oh and, wow. And the Steven Singer 24 karat gold dipped rose. Now I don't know which roses he sent out. What color is it? Uh, can can you see it or is it still in the box right now? No, it's a beautiful like dark uh blue with some sparkles. It's the twinkle. Oh, twinkle. 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 Oh. It's You've the got new the newest. Excellent. Uh, well, Christy, that is your gift from your husband, Josh. And Josh wrote in, and I'm going to read you, you the letter that he wrote, okay? Yes. Josh wrote, we had to postpone our May wedding. We finally tied the knot in December. So these guys are newlyweds. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, family only masked wedding. Uh, it just so happened to be the week in December that the restaurants mm-hmm. shut down again. So cute wedding reception canceled. Mm-hmm. And then a snowstorm that Wednesday. She handled everything like a champ and truly lives life like a Disney princess. She is the smile that gets me moving every day and the motivation I need every morning. As a And listen to this. As a former Philadelphia Passion quarterback, uh, that was the lingerie league. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, she, keeps, yeah she, <laughs> she keeps my butt in shape, too. I can't imagine a single day without her. And after waiting 35 years, I can't imagine saying I do to another person. Uh-huh. I love you, Christy Riley. How about yeah! that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Christy, did you play uh, football with Angela Perfetto from our uh, Totally Office calendar? I, I did. She's actually one of my good friends. We still talk every now and then. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, anything to say to your husband? Um, I love you so much. Thank you for everything you do for me. And um, <laughs> I don't know. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You, listen, you guys have been going through a lot to get to get together. But this just listen, the quarantine cupid is all about love, yes. if not uh, pros. And uh, you guys should enjoy this moment and have a great Valentine's Day weekend. Thank guys, you so thank much. you so so much for doing that. It is it is our absolute pleasure. Congratulations, see you guys. Quarantine Cupid, anything to uh, add? As these two lovebirds are uh, about ready to go into their Valentine's Day weekend. Yeah. What happened? I think I think he pissed in his outfit. We can't we we, we couldn't hear what you were saying, Pitch. Uh, I mean I mean Quarantine Cupid. <laughs> Are you wearing a gas mask? No, I'm wearing the, uh, the regular mask. The, oh, a regular mask. Okay. Well, th- listen, I'm just glad you're being safe. Right. Uh, even though whatever you said, I'm sure. You know what, though? At this wonderful. point, I'm going to encourage you to take a risk. <laughs> uh, by the way, he's uh, he looks fantastic. We have he pictures. does. We have pictures posted of our quarantine cubit on social hey, media. He's just beautiful, especially against the backdrop of the snow. All right. Head to the next location, Cupid, okay? 
All right, we'll be heading to the next spot. All right, there yeah, you go. Sure. Love is being spread courtesy of Stephen Singer Jewelers. And, uh, of course, if you're ready for love, by the way, I'm going to play this little clip. Here yeah. we go. Are you ready for love? <laughs> if you're ready f- f- for love, if you're in love <laughs> and ready to get engaged, <laughs> the first thing you need is to visit... Visit Steven Singer. Uh, it's beautiful. Bill. That was that. That right there was even better. What with our quarantine Cupid came up with. Somebody texted in and said quarantine Cupid kind of sounds like the nor'easter bunny. Well, you know no, there are all these. No, that's 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 a, that's just a myth. But they're they're all these kind of uh, you know ethereal characters. Yes. And so they they have a, a similar you know uh, tone about them. There's the Greek god uh, called Ineloquence. Yes. And that's Ineloquence. direct lineage to quarantine Cupid. All right. So if this sounds good to you, um, <laughs> and why you, wouldn't it? You may have a chance to win the exact same prize from Stephen Singer Jewelers. We're going to get back and I think we're going to play a game. I think that's great. Honestly, uh, it's, it, the weekend of love. Let's keep it going. Yeah. So we'll do that uh, that giveaway courtesy. And by the way, check out IHateStevenSinger.com. Still time to get your roses if you need or a great gift for Valentine's Day. We'll be back in a moment. Also, Taylor Momsen joining us from The Pretty Reckless in less than an hour or about an hour. So we'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order now and receive free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. In ShopPlay Win Monopoly at Acme, every ticket wins an offer, a prize, or tokens for sweepstakes. It's easy to play. There's no game board. Just scan your tickets from checkout in the ShopPlay Win app and see what you won. With over $230 million in prizes and money-saving offers, you could be a winner. No purchase necessary. See rules at ShopPlayWin.com. Hasbro is not a sponsor of this promotion. Acme, official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Taylor Momsen of uh, The Pretty Reckless will be joining us uh, less than an hour from around, around 9.30. The new album comes out today, Death by Rock and Roll, by the way. Looking forward to speaking to her. All right, we're going to play a contest, and here's what I'm going to do. Uh, well, we can't do it yet. because we got to get the other people in line. We're going to do our... Uh, so don't call yet. No. Because we need a couple of phone lines open. Marissa's going to get this together because, yet again... Love. The love is in the air. You can't stop the love once the quarantine Cupid's out and about. And flying all about the Delaware Valley is the quarantine Cupid. So we're apparently gonna... spreading his seed all around King of Prussia. We're going to go. Well, he's moved on from there. Yes. Uh, and let's find out exactly where. So quarantine Cupid, are you there? Ah, uh, yes, that's right. <laughs> we are here. And and where where is here? By the way. Uh, all right, the next location is the great town. Everybody should know this marvelous town of Norristown. Yes, <laughs> just right next to King of Prussia. Oh, excellent! All right, and we're about ready to meet our next uh, recipients. The uh, the person who was the uh, writer in and wanted to win this for their significant other, and we'll also meet the significant other as well. And uh, but we we thank you. 
We know you've got to be crazy busy this week in quarantine, Q, but I mean, this is your time of year. Oh, yeah. This is uh, my Christmas, apparently. This is it's time to spread love everywhere and, and cheer and maybe a little bit of hand sanitizer. Okay, a little good. bit of hand sanitizer. It's what you do. A good point. I know you've gotten confused occasionally and have looked for teeth under pillows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very important. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm waiting for us to get our uh, applicant on, who is uh, Blake Homa, who is from uh, Norristown, and we're going to get him and the significant other on the line at the same time. We're going to have the Quarantine Cupid deliver this amazing gift from Steven Singer Jewelers, by the way. Uh, you know, listen, the, 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 the rose is always a hit. We gave away the Twinkle Twinkle Rose, uh, or, or the Quarantine Cupid did, Cupid did at our last stop. It's a winner. Uh, yes, the gold dip rose, and not only that, the Star of Love diamond necklace. Yeah. Okay, so we are going to go to Blake. Blake's on the line now. Hey, Blake, good morning. Morning, Preston. How are you, sir? I'm doing awesome. How about you? Wonderful. Happy Valentine's Day in advance to you. Um, Happy Valentine's Day to you all. Uh, you're in Norristown? Yes, sir. Okay, and uh, listen, do you have anything special planned for this weekend for Valentine's Day? A uh, whole lot of sitting inside and ordering some takeout food. Yeah, that well, sounds pretty good. It's going to be kind of crappy, but you know what? That can be just as romantic as anything else. Well, we know that you were interested in uh, getting something special for your wife, Connie, so we are going to welcome Connie to the phone lines now. Hey! Connie! Hey! Hi, Connie. Hi, how are you? Wonderful. Connie, tell me you're surprised. I don't. <laughs> you don't know. I... We're, we're, we're waiting. <laughs> they don't know about it. I don't okay. know what you guys are talking about. They're, okay. they're waiting for the delivery. Oh, they haven't seen so it yet. Connie, oh. so, but Connie is truly surprised yes. by all of this activity taking place at her house. So, I thought Quarantine Cupid is writing her stuff. Let's, uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they, they may be uh, kindred spirits. Yeah. But let's, let's uh, Quarantine Cupid, get out there and give her the, the gift, please. The damn right. <laughs> give her the goddamn gift, <laughs> please. Uh, he's, he's not in my house. What? They're not there yet? Oh, you're not there yet? You said he was going to be here in a minute. Oh, my God. So we're literally just talking oh, to the... Hold, hold on, Pitch. You're, you're not I'm there not... yet? No. <laughs> uh, apparently, I think we might have gotten a wrong address. Okay. All right, so... <laughs> wait, wait. Just just knock on the door and give it to everybody. <laughs> yeah, what do you want? <laughs> All right, so, so Blake and Connie, you just wait. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Pitch... Yeah, uh, or the the our Cupid is lost. I would have done the contest first. Yeah, yeah. where where are you? Do you have any idea how close you are to the actual house? We we went, we put the address in and it said one seventy two. Okay, no, 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 no. Give out the social security Don't number. Don't say the address on the air. Oh my god. Oh sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Did you put in north? On, on there, 172 North. Oh, okay. okay. There you go. Yeah, you yeah. And, then, and now okay, give out their credit the history. Corner. You're around well, the corner. Yeah, okay. yeah, he is around the corner. Yeah, okay. Are, 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 this is great. By the way, is are are you riding in a, a station vehicle? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. So so fortunately, Connie, I apologize. I didn't know that we were yes. way off track here <laughs> with you. I thought maybe you had already seen that we were there. Hang you on. you still have no clue. Do you even know who we are, Connie? Yes. Of okay. Course. All right. Just All right. checking. All right. So, so you know, Connie, and just please to understand that this particular Cuban uh, suffered a severe head injury as a child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's taken a while to get there. Uh, Connie, yeah. what what do you do for a living, by the way? I'm a Morgan Sanders. I'm sorry. Say that again. I'm a Morgan Sanders. 
She's, She's an Oigen Snowden. An Oigen Snowden, <laughs> which uh, is, and, and that's, if you ever have a document that needs to be Oigen Snowden, <laughs> she will come over. Mortgage lender. A mortgage lender. Your signal was bad, so. A Moigan Snowden. I don't see the Oigen Snowden label on this. I cannot accept this document. <laughs> uh, you know what? You and you and our Cupid are gonna gonna get along really nicely. You know what? I'm I'm gonna buck the uh, um, the format here, and I'm gonna go ahead and read the. Let's letter Let's just now. do it. Yeah. So, Connie, we got this letter from your husband Blake, and I'm gonna read this to you. He wrote, "My wife and I have been together for 20 years, uh. married for 10 of them. When we first got married, we learned that it was hard for her to get pregnant. We lost several babies before we ended up having our daughter eight years ago." And we've been trying to have another child since. It's been eight long years of striking out, growing frustrations. Fast forward to now, we got pregnant during quarantine. Yeah! Because what the hell else was there to do? <laughs> the precautions we need to take to ensure this pregnancy is successful have been horrible for her. I have to personally give her painful injections every week to prevent early labor. She feels oh, awful geez. every day. But she does it because she loves that baby so much already. And I love my wife that much more for it. Uh, with the way the world is now, I can only do so much for her. She's high risk, so I basically keep her in a bubble. Winning this would be a fun and goofy way to keep her spirits up or until our second bundle of joy finally gets here in April. Wow. That's beautiful. That's why I'm so glad it's gone so well up to now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, no, that. but listen, that's phenomenal. And and uh, just let us know when you see that vehicle pulling around. So. Oh! All right, just like we planned. Quarantine Cupid, could you please step out of the vehicle and present the gifts? Absolutely. This is a wonderful story, Uh, and I can't wait to to give them these wonderful presents from Steven Singer Jewelers. Yes, you're right. It was absolutely very touching, and congratulations to you guys. That's phenomenal. We have uh, a gold-dipped rose and a Star of Love diamond necklace for you, Connie. Are you listening still? Oh, she was just looking at your quarantine cupid. Oh, she was okay. I got you. Okay. So, Connie, we have the, we have the twenty four karat gold dip rose and the star of love diamond necklace, courtesy of Stephen Singer Jewelers, for you. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Our, it is our absolute pleasure, and it's from your husband. Yeah, yeah. he's the guy who did this. And listen, we wish you guys. We wish you guys well and the most success in this in this pregnancy. I hope uh, you have a wonderful, beautiful baby uh, in April, and uh, congratulations to you. Thank, Thank you, guys. You so much. Excellent. Thank you. And there you go. That's, That's an amazing story. I'm wrapping this up as quickly as possible amazing before anything story. else goes wrong. Well, wait. Uh, our uh, Cupid yeah. had a soliloquy. No, no, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, Cupid? Oh, go. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you have the proper address for the next location? <laughs> I sure hope. So. All right. Well, that sounds confident. Well, we're, we're going to find out in a little bit. Let's send you guys off to the next location, okay? Absolutely. All right. Good luck to you. Oh, yeah, quarantine good, Cupid. Good. Yeah. All right. Now. Let's make the next one in Miami. You, you know what? We should. You guys are losing enthusiasm here. No, we're full of love. We're just full of doubt as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I tell you what I would love to do is give away these exact same prizes 
to you if you'd like to play a game. <gasps> We're going to play Bass Ackwards, the Valentine's Day edition. Are you saying the home listener can also win as well? Same thing. 24 oh car gold dip rose and the star of love diamond necklace, which you can see at IHateStevenSinger.com. 215-263-WMMR. Here's what we're going to do. I have recorded, along with Casey, some phrases that have that mm-hmm. I've actually listened to backwards and phonetically worked them out and spoke them in backwards ease. And we're going to play them for you. I'll give you a hint. This is not going to be impossible. No. And if you can decipher what it is I'm saying, even though it's being spoken backwards... You can win the same prize. And by the way, do we have the uh, do we have the rim job, the original one? Case, if you wouldn't mind finding that, this is how we oh, uh, initially discovered <laughs> uh, that I had this quote unquote talent, right, uh, to speak phonetically words backwards because I said the word rim job backwards, and then when you play it. In reverse, it sounds like this. Rim job. That's it. So. Well, the uh, Blink-182, was it, that had an album named Bajmir? Correct. Yeah. And yeah. we wanted to see if that was actually rim job. You said it, we reversed it, and it worked out. Yep. So, it, I'm sorry, play that again. Rim job. Rim job. Rim job. Rim job. You know, that in itself is a Valentine's Day message. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. sort of a request. What do you want for Valentine's Day, hon? All right, two one no sign, bro. It's Friday. That's another one. <laughs> all right, two one five two six three WMMR. And listen, I'm going to hold your hand on this. All right, we're, all right. we're going to help you. you. You should be able to win. I'm going to give you some clues. Okay. You know why? Because it's about love. Did you guys know that if they win, if we get a winner, they are actually able to pick them up today? So, oh, uh, no. in time for Valentine's Day. So th- nice. there's going to be quick redemption on this. So that's a good thing. And if you don't get through on the phone lines. I've got a bonus one for you. Are, something we've, something oh. we've never tried you kidding? before. I kid you not, and it will be at the end of this. Okay. All right. So let's uh, let's get some callers now. We're going to go to Chris. Hey, Chris, are you there? Hey, good morning. Good morning, Chris. We're going to play Bass Ackwards, the Valentine's Day edition. All right, and I am going to play this for you. I'm going to give you a clue as well, and we'll see if you can decipher what it is I'm saying. Okay. All right. All right. This is, I'm going to play it first, and I'm going to give you a clue. Listen closely. Here it is. Spell Ashbatzab. Okay. Casey, one more time. Here we go. Spell Ashbatzab. My clue is, it's what Forrest Gump might buy you for Valentine's Day. A box of chocolates? A box of chocolates. Let's hear it. Casey, can I play it forward? Yep. Here we go. Box of chocolates. That's right! Wow! Yay! That's... Forrest Gump's slower brother. That's right. Mazda shot lips. <laughs> wow. You an idiot. All right, Chris, we have for you a 24-karat gold dip Steven Singer rose and the star of love diamond necklace. Wow. 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 You must know the Cupid. <laughs> wow. Listen, he's overwhelmed. Hang on a second. Visit IHateStevenSinger.com or get to the other corner of Aitham Walnut to pick up your gift for your Valentine. There you go, Chris. Congratulations. That's how easy it is. That's amazing. All right. We're going to go next to uh, Tim and try this one out. Tim, are you there? I am here. All right, Tim. You know how the game works, right? I do. All right. Let me play this uh, a couple of times for you, and then I'll give you your clue. Here we go. This is it. Scissor ruin is a dump. <laughs> what? All right, let me play it again, and then I'll give you the clue. Here we go. Scissor ruin is a dump. Okay. So, Tim, it's a popular yes. floral arrangement one might buy for Valentine's Day. 
I'll play it one more time. A popular floral arrangement one might buy for Valentine's Day. Scissor ruin is a dub. What do you think it is? Uh, a dozen roses. A dozen roses. Ah, right, let's play it forward, Casey, and see what we get. Here we go. But does they know roses? <laughs> yeah. One more time. Here we go. But does they know roses? Nice. Right. <laughs> Hang on, Tim. We're going to give you the 24 karat. Well, maybe Tim has a better reaction. Let me leave him on. We're going to give you a 24 karat gold dip rose and a Star of Love diamond necklace. You guys rock. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Appreciate it. He said a few more words. Hang on the line, Tim. By the way, Nick, what is this? Uh, somebody text said, replace his C with an ST, stupid. Oh, I think that was in reference to oh. a earlier. Oh, text. okay. All right. I thought it meant my my backwards no, no, no. ease. No, this was, uh, we were talking about uh, if you called our quarantine Cupid, quarantine stupid. Oh, no, he's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. That's actually a good assessment. All right. But he's, um, that's a performance art. It's not the situation right. itself is a, is a mental level. Right. It's. I mean, he's, this is all pre-thought yes, out. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. It's all a meticulous right. depiction of an adult Cupid. <laughs> We're going to go next uh, to listener Bob. Hey, Bob. Good morning, it. Good morning, it, Bob. Bob. All right, so... We're gonna tr- we're gonna give you a shot at this. I've been given pretty easy clues, man. I, I want everybody. You know to what win though? Y- you're all about love. I can see you're, you're bast in a love glow. All right, you ready? I'm ready. I'll play it for you. Then I'll give you a clue. I'll play it twice. Here we go. Hernia snivitz. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a uh, Hungarian uh, rodeo. Here's the next one. Here we go. Hernia snivitz. Yeah, yeah. All I mean, right. do people understand that you, that is you speaking forward the backwards? I believe so. Okay. Because when we play it the other yeah. way, it's pretty obvious. So, <laughs> All right. So here's the deal, Bob. It is the catchphrase or the ad slogan for our buddy who's given away these gold roses. I hate Stephen Sayer. Let's play it forward and see if he is correct. Hi, hey, Stephen Sayer. <laughs> now that was your money shot. That is your masterpiece. I'll do it again. Hi, hey, Steven Sanger. Thank you. I right, right, just for two brief for appreciation. Play it the original way where you when you spoke it. All right, case you it. in live spoke it in reverse. Hernia snivitz. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it came up this way. Hi, hey, Steven Sanger. Kasha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob, the 24-karat gold dip rose is yours, as is the Star of Love diamond necklace. you have somebody you can give that to? Oh, my wife, and you guys are awesome, and so is Steven Singer. That's oh, that's what we're looking for. Excellent. Thank you so much, Bob. We appreciate it. All right, let's go with uh, the next one. I'm going to get Owen on the line. Hey, Owen, how you doing, buddy? Good morning, it. Good, Good morning, morning it. All right, Owen, <laughs> let me play this in its original form, and then I'll give you a clue. Here we go. Her net. Yella Nick. All right. So let me play this one more time. Her net. Yella Nick. Okay. So the clue I think I'm going to give you is this would be considered a way to, it's a romantic meal. Okay. It's a, it's a stereotypical romantic meal that you might create for your significant other. Okay. Do you want to, it's not a specific food or anything like that. Okay. It's you're setting the mood and you're 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 having this a a generic meal that 
you want to give for Valentine's Day? Let's hear it again. Can I hear it one more time? Sure. All right, listen. Here we go. Hernet. Yellow Nick. Calamari? No, no, no. Oh, so I'm, I'm going to help you out. Okay. It's not a It's not a food, okay? So, okay, okay. so you have three meals throughout the day, right? Right. One of them is going to be romantic, more right. romantic than the three of them. There's second and to, breakfast. And to add to that romance, <laughs> yeah. you might uh, put something on the table, and um, no, I, don't, no, 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 I don't know how to give no, it away. You just handed it to him. I know. All right. But you know it's about love, so what you're doing is a good thing. You're helping out love. So the more you can help, the better. Why don't you just tell him what it is? <laughs> <laughs> if you were to romantically light the room for this particular meal, it would be a? Candle. Uh, okay, so okay, what? and and let's put it all together candle. here. A a what? Candlelight, or um, you're almost there. You're almost there, Owen. A a what? Candlestick. No 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 oh no no no. No 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 no. The, the, la- <laughs> the last thing you said, not candlestick, but the one before that, and then add the meal to it. You are being light meal. <laughs> I can't give it. Oh, can't, can't, can't give it. No, oh, come on. No. There come on. Sorry, Owen. Oh. No, no, no. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to Tara. Love has died here on the show. <laughs> maybe Tara knows. Tara? Good morning, it. Good morning, Good morning it. it. With all those clues, <laughs> what is the answer? I'm going to say it's a candlelight dinner. Let's check oh. the tape. Here we go. Candlelight dinner. Yes. Candlelight dinner. Also known as calamari. Yeah. Uh, so, Tara, yes, it was a candlelight tender. Okay, <laughs> I love you so much. Here's your Valentine's Day calamari. All right. So, uh, Tara, we're going to give you the 24-carat gold dip rose from Steven Singer Jewelers and also the Star of Love diamond necklace. Mm. Thank you so much. You guys rock. We love you. Congratulations. This is the last one we have to give away to our callers on the line. Okay, and then the one after that is going to be for texting, and I'll tell you how we're okay. going to do that. You know what? It's kind of odd because this is a, interesting. Steven Singer has opened up a new business called I Hate Calamari. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> right. We also, we do have extras if you wanted to just play with uh, Kathy and Nick and uh, Okay, Steve. all right. Yeah, just for fun. Mm-hmm. We might do that. All right, give me a little more music here, please. In case you, you have it mind. right there. It's at your fingertips. Uh, you where? We're good. We're good. It's in the stack. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. You're good. All right. Let me go to Andrew. Hey, Andrew, good morning. Oh, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well All done. Right. Andrew, I'm going to play this for you, then I'll give you a clue. You ready? Oh, I'm Gary. Ready. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Hayatsi God. <laughs> oh. You might know what that is, Nick? <laughs> Write down your answer if you know. All right. Here we go. That's a game you play. God. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Play it again. Yep. Here we go. Hayatsi God. I think that's a game you play with the Supreme Being. I think you're right. I think it's Yahtzee God. <laughs> um, Andrew, it's actually a uh, a playful sexual position that one might try on Valentine's Day, or any time, actually. I'll play it again and see if you can you can figure out. Uh, it's a two-worded uh, sexual position. Here we go. Yahtzee God. It's a finishing move for a lot of people. <laughs> You know what we were talking about? And let me tell me if this clue is correct. We were talking about um, you. You had a list concerning animals earlier. Yeah. Well, and if you if you figure out what God is backwards, you pretty much got it. Uh, Andrew. Without asking for eight extra clues like the last caller, I'm going to say doggy style. Well, let's find out if that might be it. Here we go. Doggy style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got it right, Andrew. 
Doggy style. What woman wouldn't be turned on by that yes, coming? Seriously. I want doggy style. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh. Doggy style. Oh Let God. me turn around, champ. <laughs> Andrew, the 24-karat gold dip rose is yours, and the Star of Love diamond necklace. You have somebody you can gift that to? My fiance. We just got engaged last month. Oh, congratulations. Yes. Hang on the line. That's we'll get great. your info, and we will set you up. Okay. For fun, you yeah. want to try these, okay. and then I'm going what, what well, to... Go, what we're going to do... Well, you know what? I could Do play. the text one first. All right. So here's the deal. I've realized that since this is gibberish, it's backwards until you play it the other way, that we could get away with playing something extremely vulgar on the radio. Oh, sure. Yeah. And have you guess what it is. There so guess. here's what we're going to do. This is a very... It's, it's dirty. It's something that I couldn't say on the radio anyhow. It's not... It's not extremely vulgar, but it's But vul- it's more than rim job. It's vulgar enough. Right. So I'm going to play this for you, and then we are going to allow you to text him what you think it is. I'm not going to give you any clues either. <laughs> no. And the correct answers will all go into a file of correct answers. We'll draw one of those correct answers, and we'll give a prize to them. Mm-hmm. And since we can't play the answer back on the radio... You have to check our social media accounts to find out what it was. So after we get a winner, I will allow Marissa to post the audio on our social media accounts, and you can be able to go and check them out there, okay? All right. If curiosity gets the better of you. Okay. It'll be on our site and the Nickelodeon site. Yes, exactly. All right. So here it is. (laughs) Listen closely. Here's here's the mystery. Skadeba. Agaba. Yeet. (laughs) Wow. That's a long time. Longer than most. It's three... Well, it's it's more than three words, yeah. but here we go. Skadeba, agaba, yeet. I will be shocked yeah. if anybody gets this right. I guarantee you the first 100 people will get it exactly right. I'll do it one more time. Listen. Skadeba, agaba, yeet. All right. Do people have technology on yes, their phones could. now to record this? You could this? record it and then play it backwards. All right. Hopefully somebody Ooh. does. Because I, and if you just guess it outright, then God bless you. You have you have a hell of an ear. So what uh, vulgar phrase is that? Text in if you think you know the answer, and we'll find out a winner later on. Can we turn Yahtzee God into something, please? Can that become a thing? Yahtzee, Yahtzee God? God? Yeah, the same way uh, Good Morning It and No Sad Bro has Yahtzee been. God! Yeah. I love Yahtzee God. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd yeah. be the most difficult version of Yahtzee. All right. Let's try these other ones out with you guys just for fun, okay? Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm gonna, terrible at this. Let's play this one. Here we go. Heard of lull. Mm. It's two words. All right. Heard of lull. Valentine's Day. Heard of lull. But you also might write this for someone just if you're infatuated with Love it. Love note. Close. Love of? Say one more time. Heard of lull. Oh, now you're Love letter. Ding, 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 ding. Love letter. Yeah. Right. Frankfurter. <laughs> Frankfurter. <laughs> Love letter. Uh, and then we just have one other one All right. that I had done. And, is uh, this a disgusting sexual act? Nope, it All is right. not. Uh, here it is. Listen. Rockheads. Nyad, nyad. One more time. Rockheads, nyad, nyad. I'll give you a clue, okay? Yeah. All right. Um, um, what? I mean, it's... You're required to get one of these for your significant other. Wait, one more. Rockheads, nyad, nyad. No. 
you can't not go through the day without giving this oh. to someone. I have a guess. Okay. Greeting card? Close. Be more specific. Play it again. Rock heads, nyad, nyad. Valentine's Day card? Yes, thank you very much. Steve Boys and Wins. And this is it. Valentine's Day card. Valentine's Day. It's a Tracy Morgan. Valentine's Day card. Valentine's Day card. How about a rim job? I think that was the hardest one, Case. Was that the one we did over and over? Well... The the one that we oh, uh, the, put the, out to the listeners. The vulgar phrase. Yeah, the vulgar phrase was actually the hardest one. We actually kind of had to piece it together a little bit. Oh, somebody got really close on it that I see here. Nice. Oh, somebody got it. Oh, yeah. Do, okay, so somebody's getting it. All, All right, right so, Do okay. not underestimate our listeners' ability to be disgusted. A couple of people are getting it. We Wait, love yeah. you. By the way, Steve, I saw on Instagram a really great Valentine's Day card hack. And this is for anybody out there who has a hard time oh. writing a, a nice little note on the inside of the card for their right. loved one. If you're just not that good with words, buy a card, okay? Take a picture of another card, the inside of another card. So, and wait, then, wait, yeah. hold on, hold on. Buy a blank card. Right. You don't even have to do that, but okay. but you could. You could buy a blank love card or right. whatever, but... Love? Yeah, but the one card that you want to... You, you just basically plagiarize the other the card, other card. On, onto the card that you actually buy. Yeah, you go find a lovey-dovey card with, yeah. with some great prose written on it, take a picture of it, smart, and then you go buy a, a, a fairly generic or blank card, and then you handwrite in that. Done deal. You could do that. It's That's pretty good. if you're not very creative. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know, caring. Or, or, or caring. Yeah. Well, yeah. I or would, committed. I would say that you're in love. You or have real enough, feelings. Yeah. You so care would... enough to cheat. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. You did go to effort to do that. Yes. yes. You know right. how much pressure you need to apply to that button on your phone to click Yeah, man. Right. Man, we got some dirty listeners. They are texting in some, <laughs> and you know what? Like, open the door for them. <laughs> I, yeah. I have, I've never loved them more. I know, and I, yeah. I love them a lot to begin with. Yeah, well, I tell you what, it, uh, maybe in the next segment we will we'll get a winner, and and then we will direct you to go and find out what the mystery dirty phrase was. Let me play it again, Case, if you don't mind. Yep. So this is it. Here we go. Skadeba, agaba, ye. All right, ye. <laughs> <laughs> D It's like It sounds almost Italian. That's what you got. First they come to this country, we had the That's all we could afford. All right, we're gonna take a break. those days, every day <laughs> Again, I was so goddamn sore by the end of that month. <laughs> the winner will get the gold dipped rose and Star of Love diamond necklace from the one and only Steven Singer drawers. I hate Steven Singer dot com to get all of your jewelry needs. To be honest, though, that's the slogan. Stephen pulls your ass out of the fire and mm-hmm. makes love a reality around this time of year. All right. When we get back. Uh, we will have a little bit of time, and then we are going to talk to Taylor Momsen. Very cool. Uh, from Pretty Reckless. Their album comes out today. Very, very good stuff, by the way. We'll be back in a moment with that and more. Stay put. What's new? Glad you asked. Bruce Springsteen. The Pretty Reckless. They said the world does not. 
Machine Gun Kelly. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. All right, we're going to do one more check-in with Quarantine Cupid in just a second. But real quick, the, the dirty phrase yes. that oh, we reported yeah. backwards, this is my favorite guest so far. And, and I can't say one of the <laughs> words, so I'll say the word blank. Yeah. It says, drizzle your blank on me like a Cinnabon. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the correct no, answer. That is I like it, though. I appreciate your creativity. <laughs> and maybe in the next segment, we will, uh, we'll get a winner. And uh, we will post the audio on social media so you'll be able to go and check it out. It's a little bit dirty. It's too dirty for on air. But dirty can be love, too. Oh, oh yeah. trust me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of I've dirt. I've watched many movies where that seems to be the case. In uh, in love, by the way. Uh, we're going to have Taylor Momsen on in just a moment. She's scheduled to be joining us in about uh, five minutes or so. Uh, in the meantime, Marissa is doing her damnedest to track down our quarantine Cupid and our final recipients of the Steven Singer Gold-dipped rose and the Star of Love diamond necklace, which we had people email in their stories of uh, why they believe their significant other should deserve uh, a free gift from Stephen Singer Jewelers to make this Valentine's Day weekend special. We had a lot of great entries, by the way. We'd love to give it away to everybody, but, you know, there's only yeah. a limited amount. But, uh, yeah, and, and I'm, I've, I've loved every one of these stories, Preston. All right, so uh, she's getting no answer. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. he's probably been mugged. So oh. we, we might have to wait on that. But hey, what were you going to say? Uh, well, funny if our Cupid was carjacked. Dude, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're up in the city, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going to say, speaking of gifts, um, what did you think, and, and Nick as well, of the, the Pico de, de Gallo with the guacamole? It's the best I've ever had. It's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. And that's from 320. 320 Market. Market. Um, so it's, it's Pico de Gallo. Essentially, it's Pico de Gallo with big chunks of Gallo. avocado in it, yeah. uh, which so so I wouldn't call it. Uh, I wouldn't call it. Um, it's not guac, guacamole, because guacamole not. it's all mashed up. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Also, it's, the it's chips really well done. The chips. I mean, this goes without saying, but the chips complement the pico de gallo really well, and and so they're great chips with yeah. great pico de gallo. Thank you again. Yeah, I don't know if they make their chips there or not. I know that they do make their pico there. But... I may steal that recipe. Okay. Uh, in my own version of it, because they're a little bit far for me to go. Although when I am in that vicinity, I will yeah. certainly stop and pick some up, or you can get some for me. Because I'm not going to do that too. Yeah. Okay. So what about the other people, Maris? Can we get them on too? Uh, just because so I'm not stalling with. Um, I see it coming together here. Quarantine Cupid <laughs> for too long, but uh, all right. Let's, some romantic music, please. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, this is our final stop for Quarantine Cupid, and I have no idea where he is, so... Uh, Neither does he. Let's check in now. <laughs> Quarantine Cupid, are you there? Yes, I am. We are in now wonderful, historic Valley Forge. Oh! Oh! It is very historic. Absolutely. absolutely. And beautiful as well. Do we have the right location this time? <laughs> are you actually in Valley Forge State Park? Somehow I ended up in Gettysburg. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we are we are in the right location. Can you see the people? Yes, yes. This time we are. Uh, everything is checked out to a T. Okay. All right. Good. Well, you can see people. Are you seeing the people? Well, we'll find yes. out in a moment. Because uh, we had uh, Joshua Hall who had emailed in his story, and we'll talk to Joshua first, and then we'll talk to his significant other, and then we will present him with the gifts and then read the, the letter that, yes. uh, that he wrote. So, uh, love. Please welcome Josh to yeah. the show. Josh. Hey, Josh, how you doing, man? Good, good. How are you guys? We're, we're doing wonderful. And uh, so you wrote in. Who did you write in about? I wrote in for my girlfriend, Victoria. Do you guys live together? We do, yes. Okay, nice. And does she have any idea that this is happening? 
she did, yes. Yes. Oh, she did? Okay, we thought it was going to be... Her <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, he, well, he had to wake her up to get her out for this. Well, Marissa just had her on the phone, and it looks like she hung up. She went back to sleep. So, you know what? Just hand the phone to her, Josh. Yeah. Josh? Okay, he's running. Okay. He's running. Oh, he's running. He's running. Oh, oh he's got to go wake her up. Oh. She's, she's not up yet. Oh, she's going to be so happy. Yeah, Josh? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, is this Victoria? Yeah, sorry, my phone uh, said you called, but it didn't actually ring. Oh, okay. Oh. It's all good. Hey, it's uh, Preston and Steve. How are you today? Uh, I'm tired. It's my day off. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're so sorry. You know what? Never mind. Go back yeah. to bed. <laughs> Never mind. Go back to bed. We'll we'll, we'll call it. <laughs> now, listen, uh, Joshua loves you, and he wrote in to us and said that you deserved a wonderful Valentine's Day gift. So we're here to present that to you, okay? Okay. All right, so we're sending over now our quarantine Cupid. Cupid, can you please make your way to uh, Victoria? Because she wants to go back to sleep terribly. <laughs> but it is, but it a is a wonderful gift. gift. It is a wonderful gift. So we're handing it over to her. Can you present it to her? Yes, indeed. He did. He did. Oh, my God. Here you go. This, oh, my God. I'm going to cry. <laughs> You're freezing? This is beautiful. No, it's like quarantine Cupid is freezing. Oh, okay. Cupid is freezing. I'm quite fine. Thank you for the concern. Uh, we, look, we have the gold dip rose and star of love diamond necklace for you, courtesy of Stephen Singer Jewelers. So, Thank you. Yeah, no problem. And Victoria, here's what uh, Joshua wrote. He wrote, I recently lost my job, and my girlfriend, Victoria, has been the most supportive woman in the world. She helps to keep my spirits up. While I search for a new gig, all while maintaining her own job as a patient advocate for residents with severe mental illness mm. in an assisted living house. That's wonderful. She truly is one of the strongest women I've ever known, and I love her so much. A visit from the quarantine Cupid uh, would make this holiday extra special. So he did all this for you, Victoria. Yay! Our Cupid is more impressed than you are, Victoria. <laughs> yeah. I just got a text message from Nicholas Sparks. He wants to know if he can yeah. use this in his next book. I know. Is it okay if we use your story in a book, Victoria? <laughs> yes, it's fine. Okay. 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 <laughs> Go back to bed, sweetheart. The two best ones were in the middle part of the show. Yeah. Okay. I I cannot stop crying. Yeah. It's so yeah. sentimental. It's when you get to see someone in the throes of love be so annoyed. It's... <laughs> It's like when Pierre gave away the $10,000 prize the other day. Oh, my God. An an underwhelm uh, winner. Um, It's going to hit her later, though. She's going to be so great. She'll be be crying, and uh, we we expect to see that. out of a dead sleep. She's cold. Listen, she's a patient advocate. I'm sure it's demanding work. She does good work. Uh, She was woken up to uh, be gifted uh, this wonderful gift from Steven Singer Mm -hmm. by a guy in a hazmat suit. (laughs) Is it her husband or boyfriend? Her boyfriend. Doesn't have a job right now, so she is working, probably working hard, and this is her day off. Though, Josh, I think it was wonderful of Josh to do that. But but, uh, I'm going to tell you, buddy, um, this ain't going to last. Hey, no, 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 don't do that. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Quarantine Cupid, you were there. Did it look like they were in love? Yes, it did. Oh, uh, okay. Everyone's okay. fine. There's, there's love in the air. Okay. Uh, 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 and I apparently ripped my uh, hazmat suit. So I okay. Know. So oh, now well. you've Listen, been infected. To verify there is love in the air, can you go into the bedroom and watch them make love right now and then tell us about it when you get back here? I don't know if they're going to accept the fact I have a ripped hazmat suit on. Oh, yeah. okay. You're right. You, yeah. it's, you're no longer safe. He's flinging uh, COVID okay. spores all over the place. All right. Well, uh, Quarantine Cupid, you're the best. Thanks for doing this again. We appreciate it. 
Oh, thank you, Preston Steve. Much love to everyone at Preston Steve and all of Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. And there it is. Uh, End of strong. Yeah. A beautiful thing. Nice work. Uh, so... Out of 50 moments, there were two or three good ones. Thank you to Steven Singer Jewelers uh, for supplying us. That was the constant bright spot. Yeah. Yep. We got the uh, the gold-dipped rose and the uh, Star of Love diamond necklace that everybody got today. Which, by the way, is available. If you didn't win one, you can certainly still pick one up. Yep. Uh, we got a guest ready to go. Yeah. Excited to talk to her. She's been in our studio before. She's played our MMRBQ. We scheduled to play another one, but then the world Everything. <laughs> went, to, went to what it is right now. Uh, this is great news because the new album comes out today. Death by Rock and Roll from the Pretty Reckless. Please welcome Taylor Momsen Yay! to the show. Good morning, Taylor. Good morning. Hello, hello. hello hey, guys. hey. I have to ask Taylor. Uh, you know, release day. Your album comes out today. Um, what kind of excitement do you feel on the day that it is actually available for everybody to get? overwhelmingly exciting um i feel like we've been sitting on this record for like a little over a year now at this point so it's actually kind of mind-blowing to me that it's finally out and everyone can hear it well well, yeah you know i mean so who you selling for came out in in 2016 so we're we're talking about a long time it's got to seem like an eternity uh for you uh especially when you already had it in the can i'm ready to go for a year it, it does. I mean, in one way, it feels like we put out an album yesterday, and another way, it feels like I've lived 10 lifetimes since then. So I don't know. I just know I'm really, really proud of this album. I really think it might be the best record we've ever made, and I'm just so, so happy to finally be able to share it. You know, it's in- interesting, and you talk about that, you know, and obviously planning for it and COVID and all this sort of stuff, but... I think in a way, having it come out when people need new music the most... You know, and something to to entertain them uh, when things are a little bit tougher and maybe psychologically tougher for a lot of people. That might be, um, you know, a, an unforeseen benefit of this and knowing that you're contributing to something that is going to distract and entertain people and, and, and give them something to pay attention to other than the stuff surrounding them. Absolutely. I mean, we've been living in such hard times in the recent, you know, in recent times, obviously. So I, I really hope that this, even though it's titled Death by Rock and Roll, at, at the core, this album is actually a very hopeful record. And so I, I hope that it can bring some solace and some joy to people who might need it right now. Because can't we all use a little bit more hope and a little bit more rock and yeah, roll? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was thinking a more apropos title might be Saved by Rock and Roll, but I, but I understand the, the, the title. But I mean, because, and listen, I've, I, you've been doing a lot of interviews lately in preparation for this. You've been talking about a lot about the, the darkness that has taken place over the last several years with the death of your producer, Cato, with obviously the Chris Cornell tragedy that took place. And is it hard... I, I know you've had time to come to terms with those things, but is it difficult to be constantly talking about that stuff right now? Sometimes. It, mm. it depends on the day. You know, like, I, I, I feel like wounds like that, they never they never fully heal. They're, they just become a part of you, and it's just it's something that, they're like, they're like scars, you know. They're, they're always going to be with me at this point, but it's I've, I've grown into them in a different way. So it's... Uh, some days it hits a little hard, and but overall we're in a much better place. And, and I, there's no way to talk about this album without, yep. without talking about Cato. So it's you know it comes to territory. You know when it starts to happen is you know emotionally it starts to blister over. And I think what you start to do by it becomes for me anybody I've ever lost in my life who's who's meant a lot. Um, there there comes a point at which the um the the, the pain will always be there to some extent, but then you. 
you can enjoy the knowledge that by uh, talking about them and celebrating them, you're in effect keeping them alive, keeping them right. And, and that that's a gift. Yes, it's an entire gift, and that's really what this record does. I mean, like, you know, even though Kato is no longer with us, Chris is no longer with us, everyone we've lost is no longer here, this album is very much in, it kind of memorializes them in one way, and that's so important to me, and I really think it shows the power of music, of how, like, even though they're not physically here on this earth anymore, their memory will forever live on. You, hey, I, I want to thank you because you, you liked one of my tweets. I did a drum cover of uh, Death by Rock and Roll because they're so... Yeah. Yes, awesome. Thank you. It had those great big drum breaks in it, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I got to get my hands on this. So thank you. That 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 just that made my year, uh, seeing that you <laughs> well, thank, yourself thank saw you it. For, thank you for covering it. You did a fantastic job, and those drum breaks are really fun. I air drummed them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? How Was it hard to get started to write this album way back when, when you began this, when you were crawling back out of uh, you know the, the emotions that you were going through from all the things that happened? Yeah, I mean, I think I spent a lot of time actually kind of shunning music from my life where I just everything was too painful to listen to. Like, it just everything brought back a memory. And I got to a place where I found myself really needing it, like the same way I need food and water and oxygen. And so when I kind of opened that, allowed myself to kind of open that gate or whatever you want to call it, and I finally picked up a guitar, this record really just kind of poured out of me in this very cathartic way like it was like a, a dam bursting or something it just flooded out whether i wanted it to or not um so yeah this I, record was actually written kind of differently than a lot of our previous work because normally you're searching for inspiration and in this case it had smacked me in the face like a brick and i couldn't i couldn't get away from it whether i wanted to or not you know you know you know what? it's interesting that the, the the music you know and and um you know we're playing death by rock and roll and so it went right now in mmr and um uh with your stuff, and this is the ultimate compliment. When I, when I hear your your songs, it's like, it to me it, it they sound like songs I've been enjoying for a long time. But you, you know what I'm saying? There, like I, I um, there, there is a, a a complete easy entry into into it. I, I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but it feels comfortable and and correct, and uh, it's it's it has such a straight ahead rock feel to it that it's like, yeah, okay, here we go. And there's no, you know, let me regard this. Let me think about this. And that's that's a hard thing to pull off. Well, thank you. I mean, I always aim to make every record we make better than the last one. You know, that's if you're not moving forward and progressing as an artist, then, you know, stop. Um, so so uh, thank you. I mean, I think my, my goal is always to create something that is can be timeless, you know, and, yeah. and live on for eternity and live on long after I'm no longer here, you know. Steve had mentioned, and so it went, you've got Tom Morello playing the guitar solo uh, on that. When recording that, I'm assuming you were there for the, for that particular part of the session, um, I'm sure you just, I mean, Tom's a genius. He, he, he absolutely uh, reinvented what you could do with that instrument, and you'll just let him do what he wants to do. But did you give any input or just say, Tom, you do your magic? Kind of just said, come do your thing, man. Like, what are you going to tell that guy? He's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I wasn't calling him to, to have him be someone else. I was calling him for his specific sound that is so unique to him. Because I just thought that his his voice and what he does with the guitar would really add an element to, to And So It Went that we couldn't deliver on ourselves, by, by ourselves. 
And, uh, and I was right. I mean, he comes in just wailing and it's, and it's awesome. And when we put the whole thing together, it just, it did exactly what I thought it was going to do. And, uh, I owe him one. Thanks, Tom. Mm-hmm. Well, you had a couple other, uh, you know, listen, your, your, your core band, obviously they're, they're the heartbeat of it all. But when you invite other people along to assist, it's, it's noteworthy. And you had some biggies. You had, uh, Matt Cameron, uh, from Pearl Jam and, uh, Kim Thale from Soundgarden. What tracks are they on and how did that, uh, collaboration come into being? Um, they both play on a song called Only Love Can Save Me Now, um, which is one of my favorites on the record. I'm, I'm not supposed to say that, but it is. <laughs> uh, and uh, that clip, I mean, you know, we uh, we developed a, a relationship. They're very dear friends of mine. And when I finished writing that song, it just it made a lot of musical sense to me to ask them to be a part of it. I just thought that they would add this, you know, that incredible kind of weight and um, unparalleled musicianship that that they that they have that no one else does like they they have a magic going on there i don't know what it is but it's something and uh when i finished writing it i sent them a demo and called them and was like hey guys would you want to be a part of this and um they said yes and it was it was an incredible experience we actually recorded that in seattle at um at london birch studios which is where you know soundgarden made louder than love and pearl jam made ken and allison chains made dirt so just getting to walk into that studio alone, um, you could just feel the energy of all those records, like just bleeding out of the walls. And so to not only be there, but then to be there with Matt and Kim creating something new after so much, you know, tragedy and crap over the past few years was just a very, very beautiful experience. And just, and honestly, just the first time Matt hits the snare and the first note that Kim plays the song just it came to life like it was it was unbelievable to hear it come out of the speakers for the first time it was phenomenal right <laughs> I'm, I'm really happy for you in particular that people like kim and matt and and tom are on board for the reason because of of some of the uphill battle <clears throat> that you've had to face um you know you started off as, as as a child actor and then you have to fight these battles to uh to get out of a stereotype that you're not a musician you're an actor and blah 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 and so on and so forth and to seeing these legitimate you know yeah. Titans in the world of of current rock music, um, getting on board and saying she is legitimate, this band is legitimate, um, is a very big thing for you. So uh, I'm I'm really happy for you, and, and I'm sure that's not lost on you because you know you've you've I'm sure faced a lot of criticism uh, in the early part of your career. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly a fair share of doubters in the beginning, you know. But we've been a band for. I don't know, what has it been, like 12, 13 years now? We formed in 2008. It's too early. You do the math. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, we're on our fourth album, and I think that, you know, the only way to kind of uh, get doubters to not doubt you is you can't argue with them. You just have to do it. Yeah. you know that's that's really the test of time will prove that, and so I think that we've we're at a very good place in our career where I think uh, you know at least I hope the majority of people now know me from the band right. and not my childhood. Yeah, but it, I, I, you know what I mean. There's still people that'll hang on to something forever and not let it go. You know what I mean? But there's always going to be those people in yeah. life. And those people, those are just the people you kind of kick over your shoulder and go, eh, "Okay, you don't get it." It's that's fine. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's a very healthy approach. Now, I'm I'm excited to track the whole album. I haven't had a chance to do it yet. It comes out today, by the way. But there is a song that I wanted to point out. If people haven't heard it yet, uh, called Twenty Five, um, and you do this the coolest thing uh, in the bridge section where the song takes a left turn, and it is so Beatle esque. It is so cool. I don't know if that was your intention or not. And obviously, you, you know, you're not ripping off other musicians. But, I mean, hey, everybody's influenced by the Beatles. Um, but but it, that's what I get from that. Was that any influence from that group? 
Well, thank you. I mean, first of all, the Beatles are always an influence. I mean, they were the first band I ever heard when I was a kid and the first band I fell in love with. Like, I credit the Beatles, sorry, I credit the Beatles as the reason I play rock and roll. Like, there's a reason I started writing songs in the first place. So, of course, they're an influence. They, they, how can they not be? I think they're an influence on every musician, rock and roll or not. Like, they did everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so it's not, it's not necessarily a direct rip off or anything because i don't really think of music like that but to right. have you know but the beatles is always kind of flowing through my mind so of course but it's such a cool almost george martin type of moment in that song you know thank you wow that's a very high compliment <laughs> love it love it taylor you mentioned uh, chris cornell earlier and and i'm, I'm really curious as, as to whether working with matt cameron and kim thale was cathartic because you've all worked with chris you all love and respect him uh, and then you got together and got to jam. Was it um, was his memory there as you were doing it, or was it just something where it was a, a more of a coincidence? I mean, I, I don't think his memory will ever fade. I think you know that's kind of the beauty of music, and and you know, surra- especially surrounding yourself with people who knew him and loved him. And like, I think that that I don't want to speak for Matt and Kim because that's not my place. But for me, at least, it was this. It was a very full circle moment that was just. Um, unparalleled unparalleledly beautiful like to, to be in the studio creating something new together after all this all this hell um was just incredible hey uh taylor i've always wanted to ask a musician i don't think i ever have asked this but when you're when you're either writing recording whatever may have you um whatever the the creative process is that leading to the final project, you know, obviously you're working with producers, you're working with fellow musicians, your bandmates, people that are in the industry. Do you ever bounce any stuff off of people that aren't involved in the industry at all? Um, sometimes, yeah. I have a, a couple close friends that, um, they're not in the industry, but I, you know, I've, I've known my whole life, a couple family members and, and things. Of, so sometimes, yeah. Um, but, uh, not I don't really bounce things off people that often like I kind of I have a pretty good sense of when something's good or not um, so I kind of try to just stick to my guns with that like you, you know as a songwriter when you know you write a lot of bad songs before you write good ones so when you write a when you write a good one you go ooh, that's a gem uh, you know it's yeah. like a little gift <laughs> yeah that makes sense all right how about when you are listening to the recorded tracks do you like to sit in the studio with those big, professional, awesome speakers that are going to make it sound fantastic, or do you go and listen to it in the car and check it out there? Both. Yeah. Um, for both, and both are equally awesome. I think, you know, when we're finishing the album album and working on the album, you, you know, you listen on the massive, you know, sound system, um, and it's awesome. And then when you finish the record, uh, or at least it's to a point where it's almost at completion, that's when I, I put it on in the car and, you know, drive around listening to it. Because that's where you can really kind of gauge yep. what it's going to feel like when it's out. You know, like my favorite thing is, is getting in the car and listening to rock radio so um, or, or records, but rock radio in particular. Like I love flicking channels and I'll drive around for hours. Um, so, so it's, it's, it's actually, I think in one way, it's almost the most fun to listen to in the car. <laughs> you know, since the, uh, you'd mentioned that the album has a, has a positive message and there's, you know, there's, there's hope and, and that's, a, that's always obviously what we strive for. So as we've gone through all of this pandemic nonsense and all this stuff that we've been dealing with, um, has there been something on, on the technical side or on the way that you're making music side that you think will port out of this and it will be something you'll continue to do on the other side? Out of pan- that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've I've certainly started writing a lot. Um, you know, because just there's nothing else to do. Right. Um, but I've 
I've almost had to kind of stop myself from from getting too far ahead of myself because once I go down that rabbit hole of, of writing, then you know I'll be on to the next record. And Death by Rock and Roll just come out today, so yeah. <laughs> right. I had to kind of halt myself there for a moment. Right. Um, that's a, that's a, but for many art, that's a good problem to have. Uh, you know, being prolific. Well, it's a, yeah, but it's you know it's a different mindset. And once I go down that that rabbit hole, I'll, I'll mentally already moved on, and and I'm still very much living in death by rock and roll right now. So right. I had to kind of put a pause on that for the moment, for the time being. <laughs> Normally by uh, release time, yeah, your uh, your 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 uh, touring plans are routed and ready to go, and you guys are are you know rehearsing and getting set to to get out on the road. Um, what, what's in the camp? What's the discussion right now about being able to, to support the record? I mean, is it, have, have you set dates way down in the future or are you just kind of holding off and waiting? Oh man, it's such weird times. It's saying it's crazy. Um, I mean, we've put tentative plans in motion, but we've been putting tentative plans in motion since the beginning mm. of 2020. So, yeah. you know, who, who knows, honestly, at this point, um, I'm, you know, fingers crossed that touring comes back sooner than later, though, because I'm, I'm dying to get back on that stage and, and play these songs live. Like, it's so weird to me that just releasing the first single, you know, Death by Rock and Roll and, and having that come out and go number one, which thank you guys, by the way, <laughs> um, is, was insane and like, you know, incredibly rewarding. But it baffles me that it, we had a number one song and we've never played it live in front of an audience. That's a mind blower. I... <laughs> crazy. Yeah. And, so I'm certainly hoping that live shows come back sooner than later because it's uh, as much as I love playing acoustic guitar at home and mm. you know in my bedroom. I'm, I really miss electricity at this point. I miss the fans. Like I miss the whole thing. So yeah, well we miss know, it too. Strong. I mean on on the receiving end, we uh, thoroughly miss attending these live events and listening to all the hard work that you've put in. Uh, and speaking of acoustic guitar, I sat down with mine last night and I wanted to ask you um, what your favorite. Catholic school hymn was because I was singing Catholic school songs last night and uh, and I just read in your your bio that you actually went to Catholic grade school. So what is your favorite Catholic grade school song of all time? Oh my God, I hate all of them. (laughs) (laughs) What what, what did you cover, Casey? I did last night. I did I Am the Bread of Life, but you got Here I Am, Lord, and you know, uh, Ave Maria. I wasn't sure if you know, you had your first Friday Mass, and, you know, the kids didn't really want to be there, but when it came time for the singing, it was m- my memory, the entire congregation was singing. Sure. I mean, <laughs> I had to go to Mass, like, yeah. it wasn't just Friday. I mean, I went to, I had to go to church, it was like three or four times a week, so I, I was a little over it by that point. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, your, your playlist was expended. Yeah, some memories are fonder than others. <laughs> Ave Maria is like is a beautiful song, and actually, you know, some of those church hymns, you know, the, the musicality of them is actually quite exquisite. So, um, you know, I, I won't insult the songs. I just, you know, I, <laughs> but the but, overall uh, experience. You know, I, I don't think that, you know, following an organized religion never really worked for me. So we're we're not going to get a, uh, a Catholic school song cover album from you anytime soon. <laughs> I, I highly doubt it. Yeah, okay. 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 I, I wouldn't put money down on that. They could change the name of the band to Pretty Religious. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Pretty Catholic. Yeah, maybe, maybe if this is a big failure, we'll become a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, listen, we are excited for you. I know you were on the books to play our MMRBQ uh, last year. We're going we're gonna to hopefully, hopefully have you at another one down the road. And uh, it's just exciting to see you and your band play live. But we're, in the meantime, enjoying this this brand new uh, set of music from Death by Rock and Roll. Congratulations on all Thank that. Thank you so much. I mean, yeah, in lieu of concerts, you know, we all got speakers. Yep, <laughs> yep, absolutely. Thank you. Taylor Monson, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Take care. Yep.
It's great music. Uh, the song 25 is 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 a completely different vibe than this straight up rock. That's why I brought it up. It gets into this break that sounds so much like the Beatles. Do you have a bit of it? Uh, I don't. I didn't. No. I didn't ask uh, Marissa to uh, isolate it or anything like that. But it's it's some good stuff. So, all right, listen. We got to take a break. I've been told, so we're going to do that very thing. We'll come back in a second. We'll get to the bizarre file when we return. Stay there. the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right, and this month's band is Stereo League. I'll be in the bright light spinning around to those summer night sounds. Stereo League, your Local Shots Artist of the Month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks Philly. So, uh, Marissa, when you get a chance, I'd like to see who our winner's going to be from the uh, Bass Ackwards dirty phrase yeah. that we won't be able to reveal on the air here, but we will. <sighs> Can have you hint at it? Audio up a little bit. Yeah. No, I want you to go to our social oh. media accounts right. and, and go there. You'll be, you. able, you'll be able to hear it there, but it, it will play the audio for you there. Uh, but we'll get a winner in a second. But we also have a different winner, and this is before we get to the bizarre file. Was for our worst dating fails. That's right. And we have a five hundred dollar cash prize. We had a lot of great entries. And I have our winning entry now. And this is courtesy of Tubi, by the way. And it was Jason in Chester County. Jason! Jason wrote in and said, took a first date to a little BYO in no libs, did not realize that it was cash only. At the time, I was living on my credit cards, and I have no cash. Luckily, she does. She pays for dinner. We finish dinner, go back to my place in Manioc. Recent snow made parking even more difficult, so I tell her to park in the apartment building lot across the street. Well, her car got towed because we don't have a permit. $150, and two days later, she gets her car back. And our 14-year wedding anniversary is in June. How about that? All right, Jason, $500 should cover that towing expense, <laughs> and then maybe you can take her out to dinner 14 years later, and everybody wins. Uh, the Worst Dating Fail Contest was sponsored by Tubi, a free streaming service. You can download the Tubi app, that's T-U-B-I, and start watching it for free right now. So congratulations to you. And congratulations to... Jim Dornberger from Phoenixville. He's the one that that uh, we chose from our list of winners for uh, the Bass Ackwards Dirty Phrase. Okay. And uh, is it up yet, Marissa, or in a little while? She says thumbs up. So if you want to hear, you know what, Casey, can I play it? Can you uh, pull oh, yeah, that yeah, up? Yeah. I'll play it. And then you can go and check our social media accounts uh, and be able to hear exactly what this is. Skade-ba. Agab-ba. Yeet. So, if you want to know what that is, and it's a gabe, a gabe, yeet, a very perverse sexual act. It's well, um, no, it's just dirty. Oh, it's, it's not dirty. a sexual uh, act, right, but okay. it's just dirty. So, right. if you'd like to see what that is, if you were curious and you entered earlier, uh, you can go now and take a listen to that. All right, we're going to do the beef hot now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre file. Starting off with this story, a huge sinkhole 
has opened up in a public park in England that used to be a burial site that contained around 80,000 corpses. Oh, no. Oh, my God. The sinkhole opened up in Grant Gardens Park that was opened in 1914 and is sitting above a former cemetery. Leave to hold about 80,000 bodies. You moved the tombstones. But you didn't move the graves. Uh, memorials and structures from the cemetery have since been removed, but the graves themselves remain intact underground. Uh, the sinkhole is believed to have formed over the site of a former crypt that was not filled in properly. Oh, man. Logos posted about the sinkhole on social media with some calling it scary and eerie. A Liverpool City Council spokesperson said workers have responded to the issue and that it will be filled in. They added, we imagine... The wet weather contributed to the sinkhole being formed. So are there, in fact, overturned um, other bodies? And I mean, as that far as I don't skeletons? I, and... I, I don't think so. Okay. But I think it just freaked everybody out that there's 80,000 corpses underneath and uh, now a hole leading down to them. It's insane. A woman was saved from an axe-wielding man thanks to a passing driver. Gina Hopkins Callaghan was jogging in central Phoenix, Arizona, Last week, when she says a man suddenly started chasing her, carrying an axe, and shouting. She says she ran away from him and desperately tried to flag down passing drivers on a road. One good Samaritan stopped and let her into the car and called 911. Yeah. Police later arrested the suspect. Joshua Eicher uh, described him as a homeless addict. He faces aggravated assault. That's on his business card. Charges high. <laughs> Name's Joshua. Homeless, homeless addict. addict. Uh, is it possible that he saw a bug on her back and wanted to kill it for her? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. With an axe. Uh, this is a great story. Pigs can play video games. Scientists have found out. Just watch Twitch. Uh, after putting four fun-loving swines to the test, they did this. Four pigs. Hamlet, Omelette, Ebony, and Ivory were trained to use an arcade-style joystick oh. to steer an on-screen cursor into walls. Oh. That's cool. <laughs> Research. They're loving it. Researchers said the fact that the pigs understood the connection between the stick and the game is no small feat. And the pigs even continued playing when the food reward dispenser broke, apparently just for the social contact. So they were enjoying it. Yeah, usually uh, the pigs would be given a food pellet for winning a game level, but... During testing, it broke, and they kept clearing the game levels when encouraged by some of the researchers' kind words. Pigs are very smart. Uh, The story of the study is important because, as with any sentient beings, uh, how we interact with pigs and what we do to them impacts and matters to them. This is according to Dr. Candace Crony. Uh, The research team also thought that the fact that pigs could play video games at all since they are far-sighted animals with no hands or thumbs, was remarkable. But it was no easy feat for them. Out of the two Yorkshire pigs, Hamlet was better at the game than Omelet, but both struggled when it got harder, hitting the single target just under half of the time. But they were actually playing the game, and they were amazed that they were able to do this. Hamlet and Omelet. Wow, I love it. It's like when you name it, we name an animal after what it'll be when you eat it. Right, well, exactly. Yeah. yeah, my friend in co- oh, well, my friend when he was in college at Kathy's college, they had a pig, and I believe his name was Bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard of that. I'm sure, the animals love that. <laughs> Car thefts and carjackings are on the rise in District of Columbia and across the nation. And one couple and their construction crew were determined to avoid become a, st- a statistic on Tuesday. And they did it with nothing but rocks at their disposal. 
Alana McKee said that a trio of thieves sped away in a getaway car, but not before they were scared away. She said three guys, and they hopped out and were breaking into one of our construction workers' cars. Uh, so I ran to our house and called down everyone to come help. They all started picking up rocks and started oh, throwing wow. them at them. Yeah. And they uh, ran to stop the thieves. They escaped with some valuable tools, but they did stop them potentially swiping the uh, work truck. So you don't hear about stoning too much these days. Right. Police say that the most effective way to stop thieves, though, uh, from taking your vehicle is to simply lock your car. But they, they picked up rocks and started chucking them at them. Uh, in Colorado, Jennifer Emmy, a well-known Colorado animal rights attorney and media personality, has been jailed, charged with trying to hire a hitman to murder her husband's girlfriend. Emmy asked a man who worked at her Evergreen Ranch to, quote, take care of her husband's girlfriend. Emmy and her estranged husband had been separated, and they were going through divorce proceedings. She said that he had taken up with an au pair who had taken care of the couple's children. It's always the au pair. Uh, Emmy founded the Animal Law Center, established a nonprofit ranch in Evergreen to accentuate the bond between humans and animals. So she's very caring. Yeah, and has been regularly interviewed by local media outlets about various animal cases. But it's possible to support animals and still believe in hitmen. A 33-page affidavit in the case suggests Emmy's life in recent years has turned dark with numerous arrests related to her marriage and domestic issues. The ranch hand, who turned informant, went to authorities late last year and told them that he had recorded a phone call in which Emmy asked if he knew anyone who could help get rid of the girlfriend and said, nobody will miss her. Uh, the man said he and Emmy... <laughs> She's dis- all hard. ...discussed how much the hit would cost, as much as $100,000, and Jennifer responded that the money would not be a problem. The ranch hand told investigators that uh, he believed the animal rights attorney was serious about it. And when investigators accessed Emmy's computer, they say she had searched for, quote, how to get rid of the other woman for good. Oh. Years ago, when I was had just started in radio, there was I, I, there were, I was friends with a, a family and they hired an au pair. And the au pair was pressed in, like, straight out of Inga from Sweden. Yeah. And I'm like, this is not going to turn out well. (laughs) And sure as hell, broke up the marriage. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Emmy is being held in the jail on $3 million (laughs) cash bond. Uh, She is due in court for a preliminary hearing on the 26th. And that is what I have in today's bizarre file. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. When we return the lesson question for today, the trash, the music news, these things, stay with us. We'll be back in just a bit. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It's a Friday. We're creeping closer and closer. Giving away our Word of the Week prize. 500 bucks from Tubi. So do not miss that. We can throw that in your pocket and make it a happy, happy weekend for you. Other things, though, to give away. And we are now going to give away one of Stephen Singer's famous real 24-karat gold-dipped roses for the correct answer for this question. Uh, Let me see here. Let's go back to uh, the entertainment news. Yes. Well, that's too easy. Go ahead. It's... Time for love and giving. <laughs> How many vaginas did Octopussy have? Told you yeah, it's easy, yeah. right? But you All know right. what? It's still beautiful, man. 215 263 WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. All right. How many vaginas <laughs> did Octopussy have? It's Maude Adams' birthday. She played Octopussy uh, in the James Bond 
title of that film. So let's do that. We'll do the trash while you're calling in. Here we go. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. What do we got this morning, Steve? Well, Larry, King's will left absolutely nothing to his ex-wife, Sean Southwick King, with all the money being split between his two children. Sean says she's fine with the decision, noting that she didn't love Larry for his money, but rather for that crackling wood sound his bones would make when he would slowly claw his way up her body for one pump sex. According to legal documents obtained by TMZ, Bruce Springsteen was, quote, glassy-eyed, swaying, and reeked of booze when he was arrested for DWI. Sandy Sandy Hook officer said Springsteen kept proclaiming that he was, quote, run to born. Oh, my God. And finally, Al Sharpton's finally filing for divorce from his estranged wife, Kathy. After 17 years of being separated, Sharpton explained the delay, saying he wanted to be sure he was doing the right thing, even if that that meant risking Kathy dying before he'd have to pay her alimony. And that's your Hollywood (laughs) trip. All right, we'll see if we can find an answer to today's lesson question. And it's an easy one. How many vaginas did octopus (laughs) And I will go to Ken for the answer. Hey, Ken, how you doing? Hey, what's happening? All right, Ken. How many veggies? Eight. Eight. Absolutely correct, sir. Hang on the line. We are going to give you one of Stephen Singer's famous, real, 24-karat gold dip roses. Valentine's Day this Sunday, by the way. Order yours now, only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Let's go to music news. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. I don't give a f***. All right, uh, we're going to dive right into this. And uh, since I do music news, I'm going to lead with this. It was 40 years ago today, February 12th, 1981, that Rush released its breakthrough eighth album, Moving Pictures. And the set, which followed previous the previous year's Permanent Waves, Peaked at number three in the Billboard 200 Albums chart, which is a huge uh, achievement for, you know, like a prog rock band. Yeah. Uh, Stayed in the top ten for 13 weeks and remains the trio's most popular and commercially successful outing to date. Uh, Moving Pictures has sold over four million copies in the U.S. alone. Uh, The album's third track, YYZ, was nominated for Best Rock Instrumental Performance Grammy. Uh, the track, by the way, cam- the camera eye on that album was the last Rush song to clock in at over 10 minutes uh, until it was brought back on the 2010-2011 Time Machine tour. That had not been played live since 1983. Mm. Uh, the Time Machine tour also saw Rush performing moving pictures in its entirety. Uh, on WMMR.com, to commemorate that, we also have the 50 Greatest Rush Songs Ranked. And uh, I've done three drum covers of different songs off of that particular album. Who uh, ranked the uh, the 50 songs? Did you do that? I did not, no. Oh. I, and I'm not sure. I think it was Erica Bannis in our uh, national office. Okay. Uh, she's a huge Rush fan. Oh, cool. Yeah, so she, um, and it, but it's up, you know, up for debate. This is you know, 50 best sure. songs of all time, but it, it's a yeah. fun list for discussion. Uh, and if you go to PresidentSteve.com, I did uh, drum covers of uh, Tom Sawyer, Limelight, and YYZ as well, just for fun. I did them a while back. Uh, but it's the anniversary, so thought we would uh, throw that in there and let you check that out when you get a chance. But it's a, it's a spectacular album. It's absolutely wonderful from beginning to end. I consider it to be uh, amongst the perfect albums uh, in my personal favorites. 
Ozzy Osbourne premiered an animated video for his collaboration with Post Malone on Thursday. In the video for It's a Raid, directed by Thomas Leonard, uh, Osbourne and Malone lead police on a wild chase through Los Angeles. Uh, the singer said in a statement a couple of years ago, I didn't even know who Post Malone was. Since then, we've worked together on two studio tracks and have performed together twice. Understandably, COVID-19... I still don't know who he is. He said made it difficult <laughs> to get together to shoot a music video for It's a Raid, so we opted for this wildly imagined animated video for the final single uh, from the Ordinary Man album. Marks the second duet with Malone, the two previously teamed on Take What You Want from his Hollywood's Bleeding album. So, uh, Malone, I guess, is he also uh, an Aussie fan? You would have to be, right? Yeah. So yeah. he's a Nirvana fan, an Aussie fan, and, yep. you know... He's just a music fan. Dude digs, yeah, everything. Uh, we need more of that. Yep. Uh, Weezer's Rivers Cuomo has been working on a film musical called Buddha Superstar. Uh, the film shares a producer uh, uh, credit with uh, Green Day's American Idiot Show. He himself is Buddhist, correct? Uh, I don't know. Is he? I thought he was. Okay. It's quite possible. <laughs> uh, Cuomo told the 45 that it's something I've always wanted to do, and I can't believe it's taken me this long. I think I just needed somebody else to come along and really encourage me. He also shared on Weezer's upcoming fourth out al- four album project, Saying that each LP corresponds to one of the four seasons. Uh, the current title is Weezer. Frankie seasons. Valley and the rest, or maybe so. Okay. Uh, and each recorded will uh, each record will include eight songs. Uh, Cuomo said the albums are called Spring, Summer, Fall, and Winter. Hmm. Adding that the first album will be released on the first day of spring. So that's coming up. Dave Grohl uh, joins Run the Jewels, Killer Mike, and Quincy Jones as members of a new U.S. advisory board to help support artists affected by the ongoing global pandemic. As members of the National Independent Venue Association, uh, they will share the diverse knowledge and professional expertise in streaming, ticketing, management, and more to help NIVA and its members navigate through the remainder of this pandemic and rebuild the live entertainment ecosystem in a transparent, diverse, and inclusive way. Well, Uh, listen, ultimately, the main thing is in addition to just the direct focus, all the peripheral things that are associated with performing uh, acts and venues and vendors and all that stuff, this is something. I'm glad they're they're being proactive about this because it's it, it, the effects are going to be felt for a long time. Yep. Rob Zombie explained to GQ why he went vegan about nine years ago. The 56 year old rocker had already been a vegetarian after seeing a film about factory farming at age 18. Uh, but one day, while he was eating eggs, uh, he was repulsed, and he has been 100% vegan ever since. Initially, felt like there was nothing good to eat, but says that over time, it has gotten, <laughs> it's gotten easier. He said, uh, it's becoming more of an established thing every day. Some new chain, like McDonald's or Burger King, starts working on a sandwich in, or working a sandwich into their repertoire because they can see the meat industry has an unsustainable future. Uh, but- you know, the vegetarian stuff is very easy. Like, I am consider myself more a pescatarian now than anything, but he's right. The, the options, people used to do it years ago. I'm like, I don't even know how. How the hell you could look forward to any day in your life when you were reduced to eating what they were eating. But now there's so many options. Yep. Lizzie Hale sent Rob Halford the heavy metal heels he was seen wearing on his Instagram page. The Judas Priest singer told Metal Hammer that he admired the shoes when Hale wore them while the two were working together in New Zealand. Uh, not long after, he got a surprise in the mail. He said, I hadn't a clue what it was, so I opened it up, and there were those spectacular heavy metal heels. 
Uh, she he said she wrote me uh, these this really sweet note saying, "Hey Rob, hope you're well. Lots of love. We talked about these heels in New Zealand, and I found a pair for you. Have fun, love Lizzie. Now Lizzie wears these big badass, oh yeah, tall heels. I don't know how." She does shows wearing those things. I don't know how he's walking in them. Yeah, I don't know if he's gone on stage with these things yet, but they're big, you know, like five, six-inch tall, uh, you know, heels. Uh, she that, also uh, sent him a, a note present saying, you don't like my pictures anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> F off. <laughs> Kathy's mom. <laughs> I mean, I turned my ankle walking in regular sneakers. Yep. I right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I literally did two weeks ago walking down the hall. I thought I dislocated my ankle. Um, now, I'm going to add this last story. It has nothing to do with the rock world, uh, but a musician who has always blown me away passed away. Chick Corea, one of the most legendary pianists in the jazz music world. I love Chick Corea. Died at the age of 79. He was unbelievable. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, we're, I mean, a legend. Yeah. I had a chance to see him in concert. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah, I went to see the Chick Corea electric band because his band was unbelievable. Dave, I mainly went to see Dave Weckl, the drummer. Uh, but uh, also John Patitucci, the bass player, Frank Bali, the guitarist. But they're just absolutely unbelievable musicianship. You have no idea how these guys are able to stay together when they play what they do. It's so complex. But he had a rare form of cancer, which was only discovered very recently. Mm-hmm. He was a winner of 23 Grammy Awards. Uh, and is number eight on the list of most Grammys won ever. Before he died, he wrote a farewell message to his fans. I thought this was wonderful. He said in his statement, I want to thank all of those along my journey who have helped keep the music fires burning bright. It is my hope that those who have an inkling to play, write, perform, or otherwise, do so. He said, if not for yourself, then for the rest of us. It's not only that the world needs more artists, it's also just a lot of fun. Yeah. That's what he wrote. I thought that was a wonderful sentiment. So sad news to hear about Chick Corea's passing. And there you go. That is what I have in music news for you. Yes, Kathy. Hey, can I just, uh, I just want to say hi to a group of guys that are listening to us while they're on a construction job. So it's um, Mike, Joe, Scott, and Pete at Angelini Construction in Havertown. Uh, make sure you do a good job on Kelly's basement. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> should we do a shout out to him? Yeah, sure. You can. All right, yeah. All right, Steve, if you don't mind. Uh, give me two seconds. Fire one up. <laughs> For you guys. There you go. Yeah, she said, later. yeah. They're working in her basement. She says uh, that they're listening. They listen to us every day. Oh, that's awesome. Love it. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second. Wrap the whole thing up, but not before we give away 500 bucks. All right, we'll be back in just a moment. 93.3 WMMR congratulates the grand prize winner. You got to be kidding me, right? In our no contest. Great day in the morning. Is this Brandon Tear? Why, yes, it is. Why, this is Pierre and Pancake, and we bring gifts. Is that right? That's right. That's 10000 mother dollars. Somebody got to wake me up right now. This can't be happening. <laughs> this is so cool. This is like a dream come true. A huge break for me. Where are you from, my friend? Beverly, New Jersey. Been a long-time listener, and I guess persistence and patience finally pays off. Congratulations again, my friend, and thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Karen. Sponsored by Steakum. Easy to prep, 100% beef. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. No, Santa! 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Cheers. Cheers, man. WMMR rocks. Zero sad, bro, on this uh, Friday morning. I was surprised Bill Weston popped in uh, all energetic and gave us an A+. Plus. It was Bill like a 
called the show an A+. Plus. Mm. I couldn't believe it. What's that, Kat? And he came in like a mini tornado. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, he scared me. It was very loud. He came in, <laughs> he, he busted, like, almost kicked the door down, came walking in, and uh, he loved today's show, actually tweeted out that he gave us an A+. Plus. I... Uh, we have uh, we have it written down. Yeah, I think one other time where he officially gave it an A plus. It used to be over here by Marissa's desk. Did you get rid of that, or is it still up? Well, it just rotted and fell off because we hadn't achieved another one since then. <laughs> Remember when uh, they made Kathy take away all personal decorations? Oh, we lost our A pluses. Oh, really? Uh, where do you think that. they are? Oh, this in heaven. What, what were they? They were hanging right under the on-air sign. It said, what, like, what was it? it was just, just a piece a of sign. paper? Yeah. 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 Oh, those are in the trash. You threw those away? A piece of paper with, like, pen written on it? No, was it, or was it you, like something? You keep made? all those because the, the, they eventually cross the Rainbow Bridge. Wait, let's just be clear. You're upset about a loose leaf piece of paper oh, yeah. with pen written on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because right. what was there's an old document was... called the Declaration of yeah, Independence. Yeah, right. <laughs> that at least had like calligraphy on it. Didn't yeah. it? I had it like oh, I had it dated yeah, on nice writing. I had it dated so we know what show it was, so we could go back to that for our archive someday. I threw it away. It had the, the, the sweat stains of some sort of guy with thorns on his head. <laughs> oh, you mean the, the Shroud of Turin? <laughs> <laughs> what was written on it was important. Wow. I'll make you a new one. No. <laughs> can't wait. Not the same. Don't you knit that for us so we didn't get it thrown in the trash. <laughs> Some kind of little... It's like replacing it with the Shroud of Terry. Yeah. <laughs> Shroud of Terry. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Bill Weston <laughs> thought it was an A-plus uh, show today. I would like to thank part of that A-plus crew, and that would have been uh, the Quarantine Cupid. Yay! It was pituation, if you couldn't figure oh, it out. Oh, you let it out of the bag. I did, Since I did. Since we said pitch like 50 times, it kept screwing up. I did, but yeah. pitch was awesome, and uh, we gave away some great stuff from uh, Steven Singer Jewelry. So thank you to Steven Singer for giving us the gifts, and you can still get some great stuff from Steven Singer, including the Gold Dipped Rose. I'm contacting him after the show. Yes, good call. Uh, Taylor Momsen. Yay! She was great. New album out today, and it is called Death by Rock and Roll. She's really cool, and she uh, thanked MMR for being supporters. She knows that uh, she has uh, a nice, big, uh, loyal group of fans here in the Philadelphia area. So that was cool to have her on today. Uh, Pierre Robert, howdy. Why, hi to you. How you doing, man? Excellent. You're wearing one of my favorite sweaters that you wear from time to time. Uh, from time to time. It's got yeah, a little purple in it. Purplish yeah. gray yeah, thing. Purple I like gray that. thing. Yeah. Um, it's cold outside, but a lovely day, and it's Friday, and there is no sad in the bro. That's no, right, you're man. right. Exactly. Uh, is there a letter in your head? There is. Let's pry it out and get it. Kristen and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. And the, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show <laughs> is brought to you today by the letter. H as in hallelujah. All right. And you should know the word by now. And if you are calling number nine, uh, we'll have a chance for you to win our prize. It's coming up in just a little bit. Uh, Bill let us do this really cool thing musically today. We played almost the entire uh, Moving Pictures album. That uh, is very cool. From Rush, because it's 40 years old, and I hope we weren't stepping on your territory or if you were planning on doing uh, something. No, today. I wasn't going to go there because it's Valentine's Day coming oh. up on <laughs> Sunday. Yes. Uh, and in honor of Valentine's Day, uh, we're going oh, to yeah. do um, our usual love-hate block. Right. I uh, love it. So it's going to be noon to 1.30-ish um, love 
and a few hate songs in for proper, fair, and balanced uh, love-hate relationships. I like that. You're taking requests from listeners, I assume? Um, yes. Awesome. Uh, did you have one? Uh, yeah, but I'd rather hear what the listeners want to hear. So, okay. yeah, so whatever okay. they want to do is cool by me. Cool. Lots of love songs. I mean, I mean yeah, the, of, oh my God, there's zillions. There's uh, zillions. The hate songs. You know, that I hate everything about you. Yeah. There's love Stinks. Yeah, Love Stinks is a love great stinks one. Is it's a classic. great hate song. There's two I hate everything is about you. Three Days Grace and uh, Ugly Kid Joe. Oh, yeah. Did, uh, they're two different <laughs> songs. That's a funny they one. Have, yeah, it really is. Yeah. I hate everything about you. <laughs> that is a fun um, song. Um, yeah, so, I mean, th- let's face it. Um, we do celebrate the season of love at this time of year, but um, just like the uh, North Pole, they go south occasionally. Yeah. Um, or often, in my case. So um, it's it's all uh, whatever it is. The North Pole goes yeah, south. Yeah, goes south. It's occasionally, yeah. Well, if you're living... No matter where you travel in yeah. the North Pole, you're heading south. That's right. Do you mean exactly. the polarity switches or... Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We are going to go to the phones. And we're going to see if we can get a winner. We have caller number nine. It's Michelle. Hi there, Michelle. Hi. How you doing? Good. Michelle, what's our word of the week? It is watch. Great day in the morning. <laughs> All right. And Michelle, watch you be happy because we got $500. <laughs> that just made my week. Just straight up money. Excellent, wonderful, Michelle. Do you have uh, do you have any plans for Valentine's Day weekend? Uh no, just staying in, uh, staying safe with the weather and everything. So we'll be making some good things at home. There okay. you go. That's all, right. all that matters. Excellent. Well, hang on a sec, Michelle. We'll get your information. And that five hundred dollars is courtesy of Tubi, a free streaming service. More than 30,000 movies and television shows with Valentine's Day coming up this weekend. And we just gave another $500 away a little while ago for the worst dating fail. That was from Tubi as well. Tubi is truly free, and that means no subscriptions, no hidden fees. You can download the Tubi app. That's T-U-B-I. And start watching for free right now. So congrats. All right, so we know you have that coming up. What else do we need to be made aware of? That life is beautiful all the time. true. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Nothing else? Nothing weekend else. calendar? Or... Well, yeah, weekend okay. calendar <laughs> and glorious things and other programming specialties, which will come into my head. And you're as... something, uh, someone's in the kitchen with Pierre segment. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, we are making baked Alaska vegetarian oh, today. Vegetarian ah. baked Alaska? Yes, yes. I'm uh, tired of meating my baked Alaska. <laughs> me too. You don't need it anymore. Yeah. And uh, uh, with the vegan selection, Rob Zombie's recipe was yeah. just flown into me. I have it in the other room. I'm starting to boiling the water now. You're boiling the Alaska. Yeah, I'm boiling the Alaska. Then because, we're going to bake it. Well, you've got to do. Everybody yeah. knows you boil, boil before first. you bake. Right, you yeah. be Come before on. B, except after C, or it isn't yeah. sounded as an A, as in neighbor and way. Don't sense. light it on fire in the studio now. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Use vegan fire. If we only use vegan fire. Very no, good. No uh, vegan was hurt in the making of this production. <laughs> I just want to make it. sure everybody's aware no. that no vegan was hurt. No vegan will ever be hurt on Very this good. program. Not on my watch. Very Not good. on my watch, damn it. Mister. <laughs> All right, let me thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And also brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods and local flavors. Next week on our program, we have just a couple things to mention. Uh, Kim Delaney will be ah. joining us. Yeah. And we are going to have the host, Jason Pan- Jacob Panic. 
of bongs and banjos. Yes. Wow. On the yes. program. Yes. He rips bong hits and plays songs on a banjo. That's all there and is to it. And we need that. Yep. And we, we need, need that, that in, in our world today. Yeah. Uh, so that's next week. Hey, have a great Valentine's Day weekend. Yeah. Rage on. And we will see you later, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. It is so incredibly gratifying getting someone the perfect gift. One that's appropriate for your relationship, the right price, and feels special. Hey, WMMR listeners, this is Sarah from TheGiftingGenie.com, an online gifting service based out of Horsham, PA. This Valentine's Day, don't fall down a rabbit hole on the Internet. Take the fast track to gift-giving greatness. Let the genie hunt down the gift for you. Go to thegiftinggenie.com. Mention WMMR to receive $5 off. Thanks for supporting this mompreneur. You guys rock. Next message. Hi, we're Dee's Barbecue. We're located at 4901 Ridge Avenue and 137 West Berkeley Street, which has a full bar. You can find us on the web at deeksbarbecue.com. Mention you heard us on WMMR and get 10% off your purchase. Thanks for supporting our small business, and we love you all. Deke, Jackie, and the crew. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.